Oddeskew is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Hi, I'm Sam. I'm Richie. And I'm Little Matt. And here at the 500 Section Lounge, we have a few requirements. First, you've got to be able to talk about anything at all. Secondly, you need to be able to laugh, play games, and talk to some very interesting people. From sports radio personalities to reality television contest finalists and everything in between, we talk to them all. Yeah, it's all right here in the lounge. So be on the lookout for what we do next. And always be there to grab a listen. listen. Podcast. I am CJ. With me, as always, is my hetero mate Rico. What's up, man? Yo, Adrian. <laughs> I ain't Adrian. CJ Adrian. <laughs> Adrian, remember from last episode? You know, it's me, Rocky. You know. Yo, hey, you know. Hey, hey, yo. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. How's it going? I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm punchy right now from all the fucking. <laughs> Fucking Rocky and Creed movies, man. Like, uh, oh, that's so. Terrible. I was very disappointed watching Creed. I was expecting a whole goddamn biopic about the band. I had no fucking. No, I'm just joking. That would be worse than the second movie. The second movie of Creed? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, we'll okay. get there. We'll get there. Yeah, well, I, I, right. I have some interesting theory thoughts about Creed too, but. Okay. Just, just, just to bury the lead a little bit, and we'll get into the details later. I don't hate it. Like that was a joke, just to be funny. I actually don't hate okay. it, but I, I have some problems with it. And that's all I really got to say for now. Okay. Um, but we'll get there. Yeah, we're we're doing we're doing. Uh, I, I for for our listeners, they probably think I strong armed you two week, two episodes in a row to uh, do shit that I want to talk about. But I will put out to the audience the peek behind the curtain that we tend to do from time to time. Rocky was your idea. You hit me up and were like, "Dude, I want to do Rocky," and I'm like, "Uh, yeah." <laughs> to be fair, Rocky was actually like something that I wanted to do. Like I kept push, I kept like bringing it up every once in a while for the past three years. Yeah. But it was never, but we like talked about it little by little. Like every time we talk about Philly or we talk about like sports movies, like Rocky was always integral of like a side conversation. Obviously you and I are fans. Um, right, right. You know, and, 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 uh, you know, I missed, I missed an absolute good joke there when, when I was talking about how you brought it to me, but that's my bad. So, uh, uh. No, because okay. I said, I said, well, okay, listen, I, 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 it's not funny. It's you know they say it's not funny when you have to explain the joke. It's not going to be funny anymore. But like when I was saying well, that you you brought it to me, I could have been like, and I was like, absolutely. So absolutely, absolutely. Um, By the way, you're going to be hearing a lot of. Oh, there's going to be a lot of Rocky. Like, like, <laughs> there's going to be a lot. Of, you know, maybe you'll fight him. Maybe I won't. You know. No. I see. Here's here's how much I love the Rocky franchise is. Literally, like, the third conversation I had with Stephanie, like, the third phone call, because Stephanie was really mm-hmm. not 
like shy. Well, she was shy, but she was more like kind of she got anxiety from talking on the phone. She was so, a, she was Adrian. She was she was very much Adrian in that aspect. Um, well, hopefully you weren't as uh, rapey as as Rocky was, but we'll uh, get we'll, to that. We'll, too. We'll, we'll get that because <laughs> I I never thought that, and then like we watched it like with twenty twenty one like yeah. lenses and shit. Yeah. I'm just like. He's a little rapey in this fucking scene. (laughs) Um, But I was, so my whole thing was I, I, you know, because I knew I, I'm, I could make her laugh, but I wanted, I just wanted to fucking keep making her laugh to get her comfortable. to want to call me back. Sure. 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 So I was riffing where I'm looking around my bedroom and I'm just, because I look at Stallone, especially as Rocky as sort of like the lower motivational speaker. Because a lot of his movies re- like require him to give like a fucking speech of like it's not about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you get hit, and that's what we're all about. Like, <laughs> you know. By the so, way, did you see Infectious Groove was answering someone else's tweet t- or post? Yeah, tweet today about that. Yeah. How fucking did say what's that like the not two in a row, but like two in the last three weeks that like what we're talking about came up on Twitter. I, I think, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, can we, like, accuse plagiarism in our own media network? Uh, well, I don't think it's his fault. Someone else outside the network asked, what's your favorite Rocky moment? And he answered, so I don't think it's it's his fault. Well, so. he also did imply, he's like, oh, we're, we're deep diving it, too. And I'm like, god damn it. No, the other the other show is not, not uh, okay. our, no, that's, a, that's the outside the network show, not... The guy that opposed All the original we're question. Is if you want to listen to Rocky, you got to listen to us talk about Rocky. Fuck That's yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you were saying you're riffing around the room. Yeah, I'm riffing around. I'm looking at like objects, and I'm like riffing, and I'm just like, you know, see, life is like a painting, you know, because sometimes when you got to put your struggles and your pain into art, you know, you got to go out and you got to do these things. You got to go buy an easel. You got to buy the paint. If you don't get the paint, you got to go out and get a job, you know, and it's all about life. And, you know, see, that's what I think of paint is like, it's life, you know, and and I'm just, and I'm just like looking at random fucking things. Like, you know, see, life is like a light, you know, because some light, gives you light you know then you could see you know and i it, think that's what life is all about you, you know it's funny because there's that whole scene in creed 2 about the street lamp and he's like i don't know uh, how many guys did it take to screen a label well i don't know but it takes three years i mean yeah, yeah, so. and, and, and in rocky balboa he like screws yeah, in the for, light bulb for, for marie marie yeah, yeah. And, which, by the way, where that went fucking nowhere. Like that was random as shit. I, well, no, you want to talk about going nowhere? They and, and well, there's a couple. Let's there's a couple overall arcs that I want to talk about before we get into the specific films. Um, but the, you're right. That's one of them, and the other one is that they've completely retconned five. Five just does not exist. Like if you if you go for continuity, five is just flat out gone. I I disagree though because you can't have Creed. Without what happens in five. Oh, you totally can. Yeah, you totally can. It has nothing to do with because he would have say, he would have fought harder to not do it if they were talking about because he would have been like I did it with Tommy Gunn and it didn't work and I ain't doing that again. No, no, it didn't come up at all. No, but he does. No, he does say you no. Know, uh, you know, I don't do that no more. But it, the implication, if you watch Rocky Five, then Rocky Balboa, and then Creed, it does flow. 
because he's like, I'm not taking on another fucking protege. I this happened before. He didn't and he say was that. Though. Lazy. He, he didn't say that though. He never said specifically references Tommy Gunn. He and because he, he was also Tommy Gunn. But I'm saying the narrative makes sense. But he was also a trainer at Mixed Gym. So, like, he could... I took it as he's referring to him working at Mixed Gym, not specifically the individual relationship of training and managing Tommy. That's how I took I think, it. I think there's a bigger difference between, like, here, let me show you how to punch this back to some random dude in the gym and be like, all right, you get to move in my house no, and no, sure. eat my food and blah, blah, blah. See, I'm of the opinion that I actually liked five more than four. Um, yeah, I can, it's, it's definitely, it has, listen, I like five more than most people. I will tell you that right now. I'm, I'm I mean, um, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with Stallone. Stallone said he was on like Jonathan Ross or something. And they okay. like, all right, uh, rank all the Rocky films. Like, oh, you know, one, you know, number one is like a 10, you know, it's a perfect film. And then I two actually think is two's like better nine. than one. Personally, I'm I I like two a lot more than one, and I don't dislike one. It's to me, and I know I've been referencing a lot lately, but it's it's Godfather. It two is better, but one is still really fucking good. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's not a huge drop off for me, right? I you know, so I can understand that. But anyway, I'm sorry. You were Jonathan Ross, and 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 when they got to fucking Rocky Five, he was just like, "Oh, it's a zero. I'm like, "It's not a zero. It's not. It's it's, it's not very. A zero. It's very different. You know what I mean? The only thing that Five contributes to the films after it, meaning Balboa and subsequently the Creed films, to me, is him back being in like like, you know, poverty level, mid middle class level home as opposed to you know living in the giant mansion. You know." I think, I think if you skips if you skipped five like everyone tries to do, yeah, and you just go from four to Balboa, then you can kind of be like, all right, well maybe he sold his mansion after Adrian's death. I mean, you, know you could you like, could go that way, sure, but I'm saying like if having that continuity, you know why he's back in in the neighborhood. You know, right. um, I, I think five is more integral for his relationship to his, his son. son. Yeah, I could see I, that. I, I, I honestly, I don't give a fuck about Tommy Gunn and Winston Duke and blah, blah, blah. Not Winston Duke, but fucking uh, um, George Washington, Washington Duke. Duke. George Washington Duke. That's his name. Yep. Yeah. The, the fucking obvious. Uh, uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, Don King. The Don King ripoff. Well, so I listen, I, I need your opinion here. Um, because I, I was thinking about this real heavily during the, the watching of the films, right? And mm -hmm. there's part of me that looks at this as a negative, but I could be looking at it the wrong way. And that's why I need your opinion on, on this, right? Yep. But I looked at every fighter or every antagonist in all the Rocky films. So I'm leaving out Creed for the moment. So just the six Rockies, Okay. okay. With the exception of Drago, they're all black. All of them. Yeah, they're all black. And uh, I was looking at it as like, a, listen, I'm not going to go as far as to call Stallone racist because he's the one who wrote the original one, you know, and, and uh -huh. has had serious input in all the other ones. But if not directly wrote them, but I don't remember. He wrote all of them and he directed most of them. Yeah. Um, but he, but it's very white versus black you know and the black black person being the antagonist do you know what i'm saying like that 
I don't know. Yeah. I, I just looked at it very like, huh. You know what I mean? Well, here's... Well, if you include Spider Rico from the opening fucking scene... But see, scene, Spider Rico's not the antagonist. To me, the antagonist... You're right, he fights Spider. So if we're going strictly on fights, just the fights, no. Uh-huh. But Rocky 1 and 2, Apollo, right? Uh-huh. Rocky 3, Clubber Lang, because that's really the only the antagonist, right? I mean, I know there's the Thunderlips right. thing, but that's not really, you know... That's um, an exhibition, yeah. Right. Um, Clubber Lang, Rocky 4 gets a pass, not a pass, but doesn't qualify because it's Drago, right? Right. Rocky Five, even though it's Tommy, because Tommy's the one he's the only, the only fight he actually has, the main antagonist is Duke. It's you know, both. I mean, Duke, it is Duke both. More... But, but, you, but I'll give you this, that he doesn't fight Tommy in the ring. Right. So therefore, it's not the traditional... If, you're, if you can exclude fucking uh, Drago, then you can well, exclude Tommy Gunn because see, it's not I'm saying, in an actual ring. I'm looking at it more from the antagonist, not so much the actual fight. You know what I mean? The actual, the main antagonist. Because it might look Tommy. Tommy was a puppet of the main antagonist, being. Um, I think. Duke. I think Tommy was gonna fucking turn on him no matter what. Maybe he was going to eventually fucking be like. You know, boo boo be boo, and fucking be like, you know, I need to fucking, you know, why, you know, I'm not your puppet, I'm not your, I'm not Rocky's. Robot, yeah, I mean, you know? I mean, it's certainly possible, and I can't argue against that. But the, if you, you want to really blame someone? It's the fucking media. That's that's the who but fucking. He, but even villain. even in Rocky Balboa, it's Mason the line Dixon. Yep. You know, like they're they're all black guys, and I I. Again, I'm not. I'm not any going anywhere near. You know, accusing Sly of being a racist or something. But it just seemed it really. Some, it was some Sly racism. That yeah, he right. Was there, you go. In there. there you go. There uh, you go. But um, it, it 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 seemed like because listen, I've been a huge fan of these Rocky films a lot longer than you, and that's not even just because of age. I I I I've been well, maybe it is, but I mean, I've been, you know, and it's also the area. Like Rocky here is in this area isn't. Just a movie. <laughs> no, it's a religion. Yeah. Um, um. Let me let me let me add two things. Sure. One, you have to think of the time. Way back in like the forties and fifties and shit, a lot of the a lot of the boxers were prominently Italian American. Sure. Irish American. Sure. Some Jews. Not yep. not many, but there but there some. were enough. Yep. 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 Um and. But and there was a slow uprising of African Americans. Yeah. But African Americans started being really prominent as boxers in the sixties and seventies and eighties. And now, more prominently, most boxers are African American yep. or mm-hmm. Hispanic Americans. Yeah. There's really not that many fucking dagos in the ring. No. Um, there are some, not but not many. No, your your so, primary white guys in boxing at this point are Irish, typically. At this and, at this point, all, yeah, they're all from Boston, Boston or Ireland proper, you know. So, well, if we're talking American, then oh, if we're talking yes. American, yeah, then Boston, sure. Yeah. I mean, there are boxers everywhere, but there's really like if you're looking at it from a an American point of view, right? And uh-huh. but so, but am I am I looking at it too too stringently I, here, or like that's. I think a little bit. I think okay. you have to acknowledge the time. I mean, but even there, going all the way to Rocky Balboa, Rocky Balboa is early two thousands. You know, so yeah, but Rocky Balboa. But that's my point is that at, at the more time has come, 
the more prominent African Americans are going to be boxers. Let me let me ask you this: name me three boxers that are not black, real boxers. Well, obviously Rocky Marciano. That's just uh, a given. Yeah. Um, I can't think of the guy's name, but help me out here. But Russell Crowe played him in a movie. It was a real dude. Russell Crowe played him in a movie, but he was playing a real oh, person. Uh, um. Oh fuck me! I know I should have known this. You know what uh, I'm talking about, though. Yeah, yeah. Cinderella. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, and then I, I'm sure there's another one off top. I just can't think of it. Yeah, I mean you're right. There's not a lot. Listen, I'm not. I just I just thought it was now, really interesting. You know. Now name me three African American boxers. Oh, Joe Lewis, Muhammad Ali, and uh, oh Tyson. I get the Tyson. There you go. Yeah. You see how and I could probably was? go. I could probably go for it. No, you're you're not wrong, Rico. And and it, it's just like I guess it it just I don't know. I guess I was just looking at it from a. I mean, we 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 meaning you and I have just been through the Black Lives Matter thing, the the George Floyd trials going on literally, you know, during while we're not today because we're recording on the weekend, but it's going on right now, and you know, so it's it's. I guess it's more in my face the. The, let, let me yeah. let me let me say that it's not you're not being wrong for looking at it with those eyes. Yeah, because it is important to say, hey, is this kind of fucking racist? Have we just kind of let me add another thing. Eddie Murphy did a whole bit about Rocky. OK. And he was talking about I think he was for uh, Raw, his, his stand up Raw. OK. Which I've He's seen, talking, but it's been a long time. So he he does a whole bit about how Italians love Rocky so much that a little five foot two Italian American thinks he could fuck up a seven foot black guy. <laughs> and he and he and he acts. I'm not, I can't say everything that he says, sure, obviously. Sure, sure. But he's just like you know, he's like, hey, Paisan, you've seen this? You've seen Rocky? No fucking beautiful movie you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil it but you know he he cracks his blanks you know head wide open oh, yeah, you, know? Yeah, you yeah. could really do that you could really do that you know see i'm italian see you see that big black guy over there all right now i'm not a big guy i'm what five two he's what seven foot but i'm italian so watch this he goes over and hey, excuse me brother uh yeah so uh give me some bonbons give me some uh, juju fruit give me some uh kit kats and uh the big blank is gonna pay for it, and it and then he changes to like the 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 black guy. He's like, "Excuse me," and he bends way down. Like, he's, like, <laughs> he's like, "Excuse me," he's like, "You heard me, pay for my fucking candy." It's just like, "Oh, you just saw Rocky, didn't you?" <laughs> like, <it's> so, <laughs> he's like, "Listen, little white Italian man, I like Sylvester Stallone's movies just as much as you do, but." Uh, I ain't gonna do that. Now you can get in your little fucking Fiat and you can fuck off. <laughs> like, That's funny. I um. He's like, look, you heard me pay for my fucking candy. And then you hear, and then you hear the Rocky theme and woo 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 woo. He's not gonna make it. The Italian guy's not gonna make it. Juju fruits <laughs> up his ass. I um. Listen uh, to, to do the flip side of the coin real quick. I was watching on uh, both Creed Two's Blu-ray and on the original Rocky uh, Blu-ray. There was a um, I think about the legacy of Rocky and what it means to people and this that and the third and and there were a lot of African American prominent boxers like Sugar Ray Leonard and I think Evander Holyfield made an appearance talking about how much they loved the character of Rocky. So like you know they don't 
they and, and I'm only using it because they specifically said. So when I say they, I don't mean like the broad sense, but those two people don't right, you're view not like, it. You're not there. You know those people, right? Not, no, you're not, not, not that. No, that's I'm just making sure we're all clear. Like, what do you mean those people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but it's it's you know, but but they don't. They look at the inspiration of what Rocky the character is. It doesn't matter what his skin color is. That he's just this underdog boxer that gets his shot and takes it and runs with it. So, you know, well, uh, I don't know. I just, It was just a thought that I had when I was watching it. Again, I'm not, you know, accusing anyone of anything specific. It was just like, hmm, that's kind of interesting, you know. I, I think boxing is the one sport where everybody who contends, especially in the 40s and 50s and 60s, is that it, it is the the sport that anybody who is impoverished and 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 looked down upon can do. The sure. Irish, the Jews, the Italians, the African Americans, the mm-hmm. Hispanics. Those are all people. Like unless you're a, like you don't see that many Protestant fucking waspy fucking boxers. <laughs> it's always someone who's got a grudge. You know, sure, you're sure. not seeing. Yes, I'm going to fight you in the ring. You know, let's go, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to fight. You, actually, you don't the, see that. That might have been in the twenties. I'm not going to lie to you. The twenties might have actually been that, but that's beside the point. Bullshit. They were all fucking Irish fucking immigrants beating the fuck out of each other. Because they're like, hey, we're poor. We got to keep warm. Let's beat the fuck out of each other to keep warm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean. So there's that level of respect where an African-American fighting an Italian-American in the ring is we both have been spat upon. We are both underdogs. We, we represent a, um, a race of fighters, African-American fighters, especially during like segregation and, mm, and sort of mm-hmm. that more blatant open racism. They were like, I'm pissed off. What am I going to do? I'm going to get in the ring. And you get someone like Mike Tyson, for example. Mike Tyson learned to fight because he grew up in a gang and was poor and and there you know and he was a drug dealer and and Customato, an Italian, mm. took him out of the fucking streets and said, "Listen, you got a lot of fucking anger, you got a lot of power. Let's utilize this. Let's try right, and put right. you in this." Are you hungry? Well, we can fucking find a way oh, of he, eating you. He's hungry. Vander Holyfield learned that the hard way. Oh, nice. Thank you. He went from finger food to fucking ear food. <laughs> what you talking about, Wiz? No. Um, <laughs> by the way, on that joke, in those two documentaries I, I was talking about, they interviewed Michael Buffer. That motherfucker, yeah. when he just talks... Does not sound like they let's get ready to rumble. That no, no, he's Mike Tyson. It's it's really? he's or he's Mickey Mouse at least. Like it's 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 bad. Like <gasps> so when I'm doing my uh, usual voice, yeah. it's uh it sounds like you know someone has a great big grip of my balls. <laughs> yeah, it's oh. it's kinda nuts, dude. It's really crazy. And then he and he comes in like <laughs> Let's yeah. get ready. Like, yeah, yeah, don't don't say it all the way through because they can actually he can he has actually the copyright on that. Oh, I know, but yeah. my favorite what I discovered was for Creed Two because he appears in Rocky Balboa, Creed, and, and Creed, Creed Two. 2. Yep. Yeah, he fucked up saying Adonis Creed and he said Apollo Creed originally. So did so Max had, Kellerman. Oh no 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 no! In um in Creed Two, he he calls Victor Ivan. And no one caught it. Ah. It's in the movie. Ah, 
He said, he said, Ivan hits him with a strong left, and I'm like, uh, no, no, Ivan's standing over there. Victor hit him pretty hard. <laughs> They're talking about the fucking deleted scene. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so let's talk at the beginning. So yeah. So I just wanted to get this... that out of the way. So thanks for indulging me on that. I appreciate of it. Course. So, so obviously Stallone's story is is now like Hollywood lore and legend for sure. Yeah. Like no one had fucking been able to. The only person who was nominated for a screenwriting Oscar, uh, as well as like acting, was like Charlie Chaplin and like Orson Welles. Hmm. And then it's Stallone. You're like, what the fucking that fucking motherfucker? Yeah. Um, and every single one of the of the uh, Rocky films is almost semi autobiographical. I mean, he he takes portions of his life as metaphors to make the Rocky story go. Obviously, the first one is a metaphor for his struggling acting career. He yeah. was just he was always the heavy. He was always the mugger. And in retrospect, Rocky is the mugger. Rocky is another mugger character. He's a lone shark bully who mm-hmm. is, you know, paid by the mob to fucking break people's thumbs or not break people's thumbs as he fucking chooses to. But that's the point is he was told to break someone's thumbs and he chose not to because he's a mugger with a heart of gold. Yeah. This yep. is just pretty woman, but with boxing. Oh, uh, I, 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 I'm sure. <laughs> uh, uh, yo, I have money. You know, I have money. I'll give you, you know, I just want to buy these things. I got money. <laughs> um, no, nah, man, I, I hear you. I, it, it's, it's, you know, uh, let, I mean, the, yeah, God. I mean, he, he sold his dog. That's how broke Stallone was. His dog, Butkus, that's yeah. in the movie. Yeah. That was his dog. And he had $106 in his bank account and he, I mean, you see how big that fucking dog is? Mm-hmm. Like, he, I mean, he. I saw an interview where he's like, you know, I was, I was always, even no matter how broke I was, I needed an animal with me. So I went and got my, I got Butkus. And I'm like, did you buy the dog to fucking eat the dog? Like, <laughs> is that, because you look at, you, he's, like, he's like, he's got a wife, he's got a dog, and then there's Rocky. Stallone is a big fucking dude. I mean, for an Italian. And and he's just like you you can't afford to eat and you got this fucking dinosaur like you got Kuja <laughs> like and he's just, you know I love dogs you know it's like yeah but do you love eating motherfucker like what do you and then and then he he sold this is what's really funny is he sold the dog for sixty bucks mm. and then he made Rocky and well no he didn't make Rocky he he got approved for Rocky. And then, so he's like, all right, you know, I'm going to go back and get my dog. And the guy was like, no, I'll sell, I'll sell you back the dog for two grand. He's like, I don't have two grand. What the fuck? You're being greedy and lazy. <laughs> and he's just like, and he, he's like, all right, well, I want to be in the movie. He's like, all right, I'll put you in the movie. So he, the guy is in the, in the beginning of Rocky, where he's like, what are you, deaf? He's like, no, I'm short. That's the guy who, and, and where he's just like, Hey, how'd you? Hey, I heard you fight last night. He's like, yeah, I did. You should have seen me. I was pretty good. He's like, he's like, uh, yeah. Did you win? He's like, I said I won. Dude, what are you deaf? He's like, no, I'm short. Uh-huh. That's the guy that fucking was being like, I'm gonna be in your movie or I'm gonna keep your dog. All right, that's not the guy that was driving uh, Gaza Gazo around, right? That different guy. You're, it's a different guy. Yeah, right? the suit. No, that fucking no. That 
a fucking guy. Yeah. I, uh, Where the f- I'm, I'm kind of ex- I, I want there to be a little backstory of like, did Gaza die? Did Gaza get murdered? Well, the the actor died, so I don't know if that was no, Yeah, I thought he, I, I thought he died years later. It, not, you may be right. It was eighty nine, so not like right away. But you know that's why he's not in the like. I think I think you would have seen him in Balboa if he was alive. I think Gazo would have made an appearance if that actor was alive. Sure. You know, the only actor no. they replaced. In any of their movies, going through Creed was um, uh, Mrs. Marion oh, yeah. Creed, Mrs. Creed, yeah, with Felicia Rashad. And my ge- my guess is the only reason why I did that is because the original actress passed away as well. So, I mean that that does make sense, but I mean nothing against the original actress, but like she wasn't she didn't really do a lot, you know. Well, but she, she was just kind of. I don't know that it's her fault as much as that was just the way the script was written, but you know, right? So the. I, I, I don't know enough about that actress to say it, would she conv- be able to convincingly hold her own in Creed because Felicia Rashad fucking like nails it. Yeah, for sure. Nails it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but getting back to the original Rocky. So yeah, I mean, you, you see Rocky, you start out and he's fighting Spider Rico and you know, he's, he's got the, the, the clubhouse boxing matches, you know, and the, the bucket of blood. Is bucket what of blood. Yep. And uh, you know, and then and then you get, you know, you get your first look at Mick, you know, it M- Mickey. <laughs> get up, you son of a bitch! Like fucking, ah, oh, dude, Burgess Merritt. First off, what a concept of that guy who looks that way and sounds that way is like, I'm gonna be an actor. What's your name, Burgess Meredith? Really no, really. You <laughs> fucking look the way you do, sound the way you do, and have that for a fucking name. Okay, you want to re- rethink that, there, buddy? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it worked though because no, like totally. everyone knows Burgess fucking Meredith. He's a Fuck Rocky. Yeah. He was the Penguin. He was in Grumpy fucking Old Men. Like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's just women weak and legs. Like who? <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um, his name's actually Oliver Meredith. Burgess is his middle name. I, I can't determine which would be worse. <laughs> Oliver Meredith. Okay. See, I, listen, if it was me, and maybe I would have made the wrong choice here, I would have gone with, you know, because like we talked about um, Fisher Stevens being named Stephen Fisher, and he just flip-flopped it, you know. I would have gone with, like, Oliver Burgess. That would have been, I would have just dropped the Meredith and done that. Yeah, as, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all three of his fucking names kind of suck. So he's just, <laughs> he's just sort of set, you know, for, for fucking, but he, that's my point is he was such a great actor. He transcended his name. And for sure. I was, I was really initially surprised that they, that he was, uh, that his character was Jewish. Because like he, that, he, he very, he prominently acts like an Irish American. Well, you can be Irish and Jewish at the same time. It's possible. It's possible that you, that's very true, but not common. No, not common. No. So. Actually, I don't really know too many Irish Jewish people, to be perfectly honest. Dude, I'm looking at his filmography. Holy fuck. Oh, he he never stopped working. Like he was do, he was doing grumpier old men. He was like very in the middle of Alzheimer's, and they're just like, "All right, roll camera." That's his last movie, actually. Yeah, yeah. He died like I think not in production, but 
right as soon as filming was done, he died. All right. So post production. But um, still, I mean, I'm looking at this thing. It's got to be hundred and some odd rolls. I mean, it's a lot of shit. I mean, he looked eighty years old in right. Rocky One. So yeah. Even though I mean, he was sixty nine in Rocky One. Well, he started in thirty five. That's what his first role. I mean, he he got some prominence in fucking Batman, but Batman and, and had... Twilight Zone were his two biggest uh, prominent pieces before this. That makes sense. He was also in a movie called uh, Magic. Yeah, I don't remember. I think that was like eighty or eighty two or something. Seventy eight. Like Seventy eight. All right. Yeah. So a couple years after. I mean, yeah, he he got Magic because of Rocky, but. Let's go back to Stallone for a second. He, like, they loved the script, and they, I mean, they, but you know, I mean, the producers, it was, uh, well, not just the producers. Bert, I saw a thing, I watched a thing on, like I said, on the first Rocky disc, and Bert Young said it's the most magical thing he's ever read or acted in ever. Oh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, which is why Bert Young kept coming back, except for till Creed. He's still alive. It's not like he died. Yeah, no, I, I looked that up because I was curious. Um, I mean, they wanted to really fucking make Rocky, like, not Italian in, in the Rocky films. They wanted it to be Ryan O'Neal. They were offering it to fucking Burt Reynolds. They were, I mean, it was just like, and Stallone stuck to his guns. He kept saying, like, no, you know, I gotta be this guy. I wrote this guy. And let's talk about how he wrote it. He got the inspiration because he was down his luck, he was depressed. He went out and he saw the fight of Muhammad Ali and Chuck Wepner. Now Chuck Wepner is is definitely relevant to this conversation because Wepner was another under, you know, dog fucking boxer who was known as the Bayon Bleeder. He was a boxer from Massachusetts. And he went toe to toe with Ali. And Ali just like Apollo was untouchable, like literally like people were swinging their fists at him and, and he was just dodging. I'm like, what are you going to yeah. do? Like, you know, um, float like a butterfly but, sting like a bee motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But Wepner managed to knock Ali down and, and then Ali got up and fucking fucked up Wepner, but Wepner kept getting up. Mm-hmm. So Stallone saw that and pretty much, stole the Wepner the Wepner's life. And I say that because he kept going back and stealing little by little of Wepner's life throughout the sequels to the point where Wepner had to take his ass to court at least twice and say like, dude, like stop stealing my fucking life. Do you want to just film me in the ring? Cause, and then just call it Rocky seven. Cause that's what you're doing. At one point, Wepner did an exhibition fight where he went up against Andre the giant and then, lo and behold, Rocky Three comes around, and Stallone is fucking around with Hulk Hogan in the ring. Like, like there was at one point, Wepner for like a charity thing or or an exhibition went up against a like a baby bear, but like a big ass bear, like an adolescent grizzly or something, sure, or a brown bear. Sure. Yeah. And I'm almost positive Stallone was like was aware of it. He was like, "Fuck that!" Like. I'm not doing, I'm not making the Revenant 30 years before it happens. Like, <laughs> fuck that. Fuck uh, that. And, and they made a whole movie about uh, Wepner called Chuck uh, with Leo Schreiber. 
and it's it it really was kind of below the radar. It, was, it looks it, it it's a theatrical film, but it was kind of released very very limited. And I have a copy of it. And Leif Schreiber's amazing, and the whole history of him and Rocky. He had he kept branding himself as the real Rocky mm. until Stallone was like, "You're not the real Rocky. I'm the real Rocky." He's like, no, motherfucker. Like I'm you do greedy and lazy. Yeah, you be greedy and lazy. And they have a guy who plays young Stallone and like it's fucking amazing like like it looks like young Stallone he's like, you know he talks like this you know hey Chuck you know why are you why are you being a greedy lazy fuck yeah I mean it, I I I found it absolutely interesting but he he wrote Rocky and and he added his metaphor of his acting career and and blah 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 and he brought this fucking studios and they were like we love it but we're thinking Ryan O'Neill. He's like, no. He's like, okay, but we'll offer you three hundred thousand dollars to uh, not no. be in it. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, no. Hey, no. <laughs> and they kept like, like that. I think three hundred k was like the most they offered, but they kept rising and saying, all right, we'll give you two hundred. We'll give you two fifty. Fucking please, don't be in this. He's like, no, I. You don't understand. I gotta be in this movie. And they said, all right, well, be, you could be Rocky. But we're only going to offer you like, twenty. It was like thirty thousand. It was like twenty seven thousand dollars. Well, the whole, the whole budget for the film was one million dollars. Right. So, which but in nineteen seventy six is a lot of money. But yeah, they would have had a bigger budget if they were with if because the studio would have been like, hey, we got Robert Redford. We're going to make this one point five or two million dollar budget because we got the star. Blah blah blah. And they're like Sylvester. Who? Who the fuck's this guy? Um, and ultimately it was the, like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon used that whole thing to get Goodwill hunting made. They were like, no, we're, we're copying Stallone. Like you want Goodwill hunting? We need to be the stars. We wrote this for us. I would we're say, tired of- I would say swingers did the same thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, any indie fucking director and star used Stallone as an example of like, he did it. He's not a fucking, he's not Shakespeare, motherfucker. Like, you know, he, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he wrote good dialogue and he wrote a great story. Do you the want original the, script for Rocky was really fucked up and dark. Yeah. Well, yeah. Did, did, did you want the uh, conversion, by the way? Like what it would be sure. in today? So in today's money, if he made Rocky today, the first Rocky with the budget they had, it's 4.6 million. Okay. Which is still. The million budget, not, not his salary is what you're Right. Saying. The million. Yeah. If you. Take his what the budget was for Rocky when they made it in '76, and what that would be today. It's four point uh, six, but that's still not a lot of money to make that movie. Um, for that movie, it's pretty. I mean, there's not a lot of whole uh, for the first film. There's not a whole lot of grandiose. It's not like they really need a lot, you know. The, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. And, and one of the other things I'll, I'll say about the franchise as a whole that I give a lot of credit for is Stallone was real big on being practical about. Where you shot it. Philadelphia is Philadelphia. All the Philadelphia scenes, they're in Philadelphia. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're you're here. <laughs> you know, it's not Vancouver filling in for Philadelphia or Toronto or wherever. It's it's right. Philadelphia. Um, no, not it's the not, whole... You don't see the Georgia peach at the fucking end of the credits, you know? Yeah, that too. Yeah. Um, um, but you're, I mean, really, they, they you're shot... really starting to hate on that Georgia peach because you've mentioned that to me privately a few times. It's 
Well, I, right now, a political stance is that they're... Well, yes, fucking... that's a whole different thing, but I'm... I'm bo- of the out opinion, I'm like, well, fuck you, Georgia. Sorry. Yeah, I, sorry, Kateri. Sorry, sorry to Kateri, but, yeah. like, fuck you, Georgia, if you're going to be that fucking, you know, uh, bigoted, Kateri then maybe you shouldn't get the fucking movies being made there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... But yeah, the the the, the story of Rocky and just the the, the this honor, you know, and I mean, why you got to put me on Skid Row? Like you know, like when he gets his locker taken from him and and you know yeah. loses his shit over it. Which, by yeah. the way, you know, that's the other thing that's really interesting is the 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 contrast between 1976 and now, right? 1976, you break the lock off someone's locker, you're probably going to jail. Yeah, it's br- breaking and entering. Yeah, whereas like, you know, mixed yeah, gym in nineteen. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know what you would get? You would get a fucking ticket from the fire department for using a fucking fire extinguisher improperly. Pro- probably, probably. Um, by the way, they said when Burgess came in to read for for Mick that he developed the whole damn character. Like he'd already had that developed. He came in. Because, you know, to your point of, like, the um, snooty boxer, now that's not Burgess, but he's certainly not as rough as Mickey is either. Right. Like, you know, so... He's more soft-spoken. Yeah. And so... He's a thespian. He, he came in like Mickey. Like, he had that character flushed, flushed out and, and did Mickey when he came in there. And they said, oh, yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> he probably walked in, Salone's sitting down, he didn't make he just, and uh, Bird just walks in, he's like, Get up, you son of a bitch! He's like, oh, Get up, Jesus you bum. Christ. Yeah. Yeah, bum! You know, I'm sorry, you know, now, that, now that we're sitting here talking about it, I actually, I think that's why I took to my great-grandmother so much when I met her for the first time out in Vegas. Super, she was oh, female sh- Mickey. Oh, flat out fucking female Mickey, yeah, really, you know. She'd slap you in the face and say, like, you know, you didn't see that coming. I'm a little bum. No, but she called everybody a son of a bitch all the time. That's how you knew you were in, is if she called you a son of a bitch. So, you know. Yeah. That's... Uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, 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 it's, and she was his ornery. Uh, so. Yeah. Um, but in any event, uh, you know, he, he gets there and he, he, you know, Mickey's basically telling me he's a waste of life. He actually said he doesn't call him a waste of life, but he said, you know, when he's talking about being the loan shark, he's like, "It's a life, it's a waste of life," you know. It's you know, yeah. and but, but at the same time, you see, to your point about him having a heart, meaning rock, you uh-huh. know, and even Gazo has a heart. I mean, for for an for a, a quasi mobster. No, I, he's a straight up mobster. <laughs> okay, well, because it seemed all he did was loan sharking. He doesn't do a lot of the other like. Killing, at least yeah, not in the film. He doesn't but do a lot he, of the... Well, not all mobsters killed everybody, but he was... Fair getting, enough. And, but we don't know. We don't know what the fuck he was doing. What, no, but I'm saying portrayed in the film. But anyway, sure. you know, he's got a bit of a heart, too. You know, like... They have heart to each other. I mean, that's why a well, lot of mobsters saying. were... Yeah. But, here, but that's also... They use that to their advantage. I mean, mobsters... It, die and it's not always by the cop it's usually by your best friend oh no for sure but my, my point was that like even gazo seemed to want to see rocky get out of it like he he didn't want him you know what i mean like he was giving him money to take adrian out he was giving him money to train you know what yeah. i mean i mean i guess you could go from the angle that he thought maybe he could fix the the fights at some point but it never was really 
portrayed that way. I mean, I guess you could go from that angle, but you sure. know, it 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 came across to me. That, I mean, he even came to his wedding. He didn't have to show up the guy's wedding. You know what I mean? Like he was at Rocky's wedding in two. You know, I'm so tell, I'm I'm telling you the. the uh, Fucking mobsters and Italian Americans will all fucking do the the traditional things. Like I'll go to your wedding. I'll I'll fucking, you know, you need you need a couple of dollars. But if, when the time comes, if someone said, hey, you know, this Rocky guy, you know, we we need to take him out, it would have probably been fucking. Uh, I guess. Gaza. I mean, I I mean, I, I I suppose it just it just it didn't feel that way. I'm not arguing the the logistics or the reality of it but i'm saying it didn't it didn't feel that way you know by the way can we talk about the name balboa sure it's not italian it's, okay it's it's spanish so i'm just saying it, it's really kind of interesting how stallone of whose fucking last name is stallone and means stallion by the way <laughs> that he, of all fucking things was like i'm gonna make it a guy you know he's italian and I know a little thing or two. I mean, Sylvester Stallone's middle name is Gardenzio. The motherfucker knows Italian words. And then he was like, I'm going to make a guy with an Italian last name, but it's really Spanish. Balboa is, is Galician Spain, I think. Uh, from what I'm seeing, it looks that way, yeah. When I went to, I went to Panama when I was like 14, right? There's a part of Panama that my dad and I were, that were, we were in. Why were and you there was in a, Panama? My dad has uh, friends that were that like moved to Panama. They they All lived right. out here. They're they're American, and they fucking decide we're gonna move to Panama and fucking live there. And so we fucking visited them for like two weeks, and we were in Panama. And the area that we were in was called Balboa. Yeah, yeah. So I just I mean obviously you can have like someone in Spain named Balboa, you know, a Spaniard fucked an Italian. And and then had a whole lineage, uh, lineage of sure. of sure. Italian fuckers, but it's just really interesting the choice of the name. By the way, you'll find this in because I was looking up the origin of the name when you said it. Not that I didn't believe you, but I wanted to maybe get some more info that if you you said everything, I would have brought up anyway. But I wanted to have it up there. And when I got to the wiki, there's other things named Balboa. There's a hardcore metal band from Philadelphia called Balboa. How much you want to bet? <laughs> it's it's quasi-related. Not that it films directly, but the inspiration for, you know, so. Oh, obviously. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they had a fucking remix of Gonna Fly Now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Um, It's just, it was always so amazing to me that, because... Especially in movies in this, you know, or before 76, just like we were talking about earlier, like Italians were an underdog. They were absolutely a fucking, sorry. you know, they were spat upon. All right. What, what made you laugh? What? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was just looking up the band because I was curious to see. Yeah. It, I, I can't answer your question. However, it's listing current members and former members and former members. It, the bass player's name was Charlie Eskew. No joke. Wow. So all kinds of like full circle shit going on right now. I guess so. God damn. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, I don't know what I was sorry. saying. But um, let's let's talk about Pauly. Yeah. Pauly. Well, Paul, and, and 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 as such, you kind of have to talk about Adrian as well. You know. Um, yeah, I was I was 
going to lead up to her after sure. Molly. No, no, but she's certainly a part of that. Because for a little while there, they're a bit of a package deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, there's a three core members. Let's let's be real about this. Polly's pretty fucking terrible. Polly's a dick. I'm so glad you like like. Did you think he was a dick years ago? When oh you yeah. Were watching the movie? Always. Yeah. Polly's always been a. Well, no, I I guess I didn't view him as much of a dick. It's just an idiot. You know what I mean? He's an he's an abusive fucking. Idiot. Yeah. Well, no, no. But I'm saying you asked me about right. years ago. I'm saying you know right. it was he was more of an idiot. But no, he is. He's he he's a he's a mentally and emotional, especially mentally and emotionally, not so much physically. Like he's yeah, he, he he definitely has uh, fits of physical rage, but he's not very effective when utilizing those. You know. Yeah, I don't sweat you. Fuck you. Like you should. Well, not only that, but I mean, like, what what is he really done? He physically he 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 fucked up a tea set, and he broke a chair. That's about the extent of the physical damage. Oh, and and a pinball machine. Those are the three things that he's ever physically fucked up ever. Apart from his liver. No, I I meant on other people, but sure, or right, on other right. objects. I mean, so he uh. I don't know what he did to that fucking robot. We know he banged that robot at one point. <laughs> that robot is oh my act- God. is well. That robot though was from a nightclub out here. Yep. Uh, and then the Goldbergs. I think I told the story when it happened. But the Goldbergs, uh, the Adam F. Goldberg, the guy who who uh, created the thing, called into that local radio show out here that I've mentioned before, Preston and Steve, and they were talking about it. And they were just talking about, well, what's next on the the show? Like, what's what's in the upcoming season? And they talk about how they're going to go, because you, you've, wa- you've watched it, right? Are you caught up on the show? Okay. I've, I've never seen a single episode. Oh, okay. I think you would like it, actually, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, it is on Hulu, if you're interested. Um, but Barry... I think, I, I think we canceled our Hulu. I'd have to get your Hulu. I can do that. Um, the older brother Barry uh, had a bachelor party at this club. I want to say it was called Re- Revelations. I've, I'm blanking on the name of the, the the club, and I should know it because it was a big name out here at the time. But okay. um, and then had that that club had the robot. Like that robot was a prominent feature. They lent it to Taraki for the movie, right. and. Um, apparently the, the Preston Steve show knew the guy who still owns the robot because apparently somebody, when the club closed, you know, as things like that do, people buy the pieces. Someone bought the robot. They knew the guy, put him in touch with Adam F. Goldberg, and the robot makes an appearance in the episode of the Goldbergs. They were able to get it for the for the Goldbergs. So, um, yeah. Happy birthday, Polly. Yeah. Uh, I, it was it, just... Paulie just always expected stuff. Like he, he you, I mean, he, we we've been doing the the Rocky greedy and lazy joke since the beginning of this. But if you really want to talk about greedy and lazy, it's, it's fucking Paulie. You yeah. know, it, it is. Pauly. You're supposed to be good to me. I mean, that is like like for Talia Shire as Adrian. Like her performance is great throughout the franchise, but the best part, as far as I'm concerned for the character of Adrian is when she finally has the fucking balls to get back in Polly's face because Polly's been the oppressor for her life forever. 
And she's had she a couple had a, moments like that that I thought were good. That's one of them I can't argue with you, but I thought the the, the but that speech, was the first kind. That was that's the first. A, oh, for sure, the first one. Yeah, of course. But the the speech on the beach in three is really good, right. and the speech but, out in the in the street of you're losing your family is another one. You know, right? She would not have been able to do those fucking things until she was, you know. What do I owe you? You know, I've I, I cook for you, I pick up your dirty laundry, and I'm you made me feel like a loser. I'm not a loser. He's yeah. like, you and then, and then he he like gives her shit for no longer being a virgin. Like that's um, how awful Polly was. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Deb just popped out and and she remembered she told me the name of the club is Pulsations. That was the name of the club that had the robot. Okay. So Pulsations sounds Thanks, like Deb. a fucking it sounds like kind of like a porno mag, to be it, honest. It does now, but in the 80s, it was about, you know, the pulse of the music and dancing and that whole thing, you know, so. Right. Um, uh, pulsations with fucking uh, Polly's robot girlfriend, yeah. Well, the um, robot was a... part of Pulsations before Rock, before Rocky, but yes. Anyway, um, yeah, but no, you're well, right. Yeah. Like, he, he's, he's, he's pretty. And here's the interesting thing, and this is something I noticed on this particular viewing, and it's funny because I've watched. This is not like the second or third time I've seen these movies. Like I, I literally could not, with the exception of the Creeds, I could not tell you how many times I've seen these films. Agreed. You know, um, and and Rocky Balboa because I think this is only like the second or third time I've seen Balboa. To be honest, oh, I've, so I've seen Balboa so many times. Well, it's not Balboa. run out here as much, and and full disclosure to the audience, I didn't own any of these movies till we did this because I do run out here so so frequently that if I want to watch Rocky, there's a pretty good chance if I flip through a channels, I'm going to find it running somewhere out here. You know what I mean? Right. But they if don't you go to one random fucking bar in Philly. They're going to have it play in the background. Probably. TV. Yeah. I mean, but they don't they don't run Balboa as much as they run the first four. You know, they don't even run five that often. But when it was big, they did. But after like, well, not when it was big, but when it when it came out, you know, they did. Right. But after that, they really only do uh, the first four. One to four. Um, yeah. So, but my point was that when he's fucking up the tea kettle set, if yep. you if you look at the bureau, there's a picture of him in a naval uniform, and it's not yep. like he's not just a like it's like a cat like it's a officer's uh. uniform. Like so, when we say he's greedy and lazy, he wasn't always. He had to have done something to get to that level in the navy. He had to have accomplished something. Do you know what I'm saying? So, all right. Let me let me put it this way. He he's greedy, but he goes to work every day, or at least he does, unless he's fucking helping. You know, Rocky fucking train where he could fuck off his job and go to Los Angeles or Russia. To well, I think by that point, three months. I, I think by that point, point it's implied he quit the job. Honestly, but then he, but then he goes back to it. Well, you mean about Baboa? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I would all, yeah, by you, could, you, Bella, could, you could argue in five, but you never actually see him do it, so you can't right. say for sure. My but. point is, is that through most of, like, you can argue that he's, he's consistently going to his job, you know, so he's not super lazy, but he's definitely fucking greedy. But he's even lazy there because he does a job, but he's drunk half the time, you know, like, he's not, he's not what you not would call a, a model worker, is what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like... True. You know, like Rocky, for the short time that he works there, and two worked harder than the entirety of Paulie's career at that place. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Um, You're absolutely right. It's he's, 
Paulie is just Paulie is what Rocky could have been if Rocky didn't have the fucking heart. Yes. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, but man, I, I got to give credit to Talia Shire. I mean, it's she's she she gives Rocky the motivation. She gives Rocky the reason of fucking getting well, up I, in the morning. And you know what? Uh, we were I was talking earlier about the overall. There were some overall arcing things of, of the franchise that I wanted to talk about. I think this might be a good time to bring up another one that I I didn't mention earlier. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I've never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, all new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50. Washington CW. The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. These... For as much as they are about Rocky and and whatever, these are not boxing movies. Do you know what I mean? These are really about Rocky and yep. and and Adrian, and to a lesser extent, their relationship with Polly and Mickey, and not the boxing relationship, just the relationship between these characters. You know, the boxing isn't a second thought, but it's certainly not the primary either. You know, it's more about the characters than it is about the boxing if that makes any kind of sense well the first rocky especially is more about just how do i get out of this fucking street how do i get out of the slums of philly yeah how do i fucking make something of myself you know rocky is just eight mile you know it's just lose yourself in a way you know if you play lose yourself throughout rocky you know, it would be a perfect fucking, you only get one shot, an opportunity, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. it's it's that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I would, I mean, they are boxing movies, but you're right. They're more about the relationship with his wife, with his brother-in-law, and with his son, essentially. Right. Well, like, like for example, have you seen Real Steel, the the, bo- the, the robot boxing movie with Hugh Jackman? I, I saw parts of it, and I it was on, like, a fucking... Like I think I was at someone's house and they were watching. It was in the background, so not really. If if you're interested, in it, I think it is still on Netflix. But that that aside, you know, I've I've heard that called a futuristic Rocky, and to some degree it is. Like I can't I can't just I'm not going to sit there and sit, just shit on that uh, comparison because it, it it would be unfair. But what what the difference between those films and uh, the Rocky films to me is those films are more about the fights the real steel it's more about the fight you know what i mean and it's it's still well done and i actually enjoy it quite a bit and i can see the comparison so i don't think it's like again a terrible analogy but the difference is for rocky it's about the character and the character development than the fight that's the difference so well i let me put it this way 
Rocky one is about the fight, but it doesn't matter whether he wins or loses. It's just about having the opportunity to go toe to toe. That's the difference. Right. But what I think I mean, whereas Rocky two is all about him fucking wind up like, you know, he's like, I'm going to win. I need to fucking have this rematch. When I say it's not about the fight, though, like that's why there's montages for the fight. As opposed to watching every round or the bulk of the round. Do you typically see round one, round two, maybe, and then the final round of all the fights? Whereas, you know... With one exception. Which one? Rocky three. Well, you only... see the entire fight because it ends on the third round. Right. That's, well, the, they... only, that's the only time where you see... The quote-unquote full fight between Fair Rocky enough. and somebody. Actually, twice then, because you see both fights, you see the entirety of the fight. So I would, I would argue, just to okay, because he fights yeah. him first time in the beginning of the movie and again at the end of the movie. Um, but yes, I mean, the, but the fight itself as a whole, though, you got to give me that. To my point, though, you don't. It's not the focal point. The fight, the physical, actual fight. Let me let me rephrase it this way: the actual physical fighting is not the focal point of the film. The fight happening, who's you know what the motivation for the fight is. Sure, it, it, to your point, Rico is is the focal points, but the actual right. fighting is not the focal point. Does that make more sense than what I was right. saying? Right, it's, it's not a two-hour movie of him training and then fighting. There's a lot of other shit that goes in, and it is about I, the training. But the training seems more important than the, the fighting in a lot of the instances. Well, too. I would argue that the movie that that is the is the uh, the movie that takes the fight and the training even more than the other films is Rocky four. Someone actually did a discovery and like, you could say three possibly because of the sequence when he goes out to LA, but sure. That too. But Rocky four, especially someone figured out is 30% montage. 30% of a whole film is montage. I could see that. I could see it too much. montage. That is too much montage. I agree. Yeah. And, and when you boil it down, it's sort of a revenge flick. Oh, without and, question, it's a revenge flight. And, and it's an allegory to fucking, like, you see, I didn't like Rocky Four as much as everyone else did. And and my main issue is he, there. it's like Stallone is trying to make a fucking statement being like, all right, it's 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 Russia versus the America. It's the Cold War, and we're going to solve the Cold War by fighting in the ring, is sort of how it is presented. And 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 for those of us who grew up in that time, you know what I mean? It, it, it. I think it hits differently. Do you know what I'm saying? It because sure. there was very. I I remember a time in my life where like Russia was the enemy. Like you know, it's not a weird thing to say that at one point Russia was the enemy. They kind of still are, but not to the same it, level. But there are people yeah. that probably fucking love Rocky Four. They don't see the irony of being like, well, I don't care about Russian collusion. Like, oh yeah! But oh yeah! Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Same people that would be like, I don't care if Russia interfered with the election, and then they're like, Yeah, fuck Russia, Rocky, get Russia. It's well, like, and and you hear yourself, motherfucker. I I think I think the line that they draw there is, and I should have been clearer myself, is that what we're dealing with now is Russia. What you dealt with then was the Soviet Union. Now. Is it still the Russian country and and all of that? Sure, but the Soviet Union is very different than what P- what Putin's doing. You know what I mean? So it's I Russia and shit like that. Yeah. yeah, so it's 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 a very different monster in that regard. Um, but, but that's my problem is that it was boiled down to 
of all people, Rocky Tra- and his his inspiring speech, like if I could change and you could change, everyone could. No, no, shut the fuck up, Rocky. Like you, no. Oh, I don't know. That still there. that still hits me. <laughs> Feels. I mean, it may hit you, and I'm not trying to take away from you from your, you know, what makes you fucking emotional, but like Sylvester Stallone at that point was just like. I'm going to make, like, history here. Like, I'm going to fucking, this is good. Russians are going to watch this, and they're going to fucking listen to me, and they're going to, they're just going to put down their guns. It's like, well, no, dude, that's not how shit works. Well, and, you know, here's the thing. Like, uh, with all respect to to um, Stallone, you know, he, with the first two Rockies specifically, he hit a very specific chord that, that, grabbed a lot of people. You know what I mean? Just inspired yeah. people and and people loved the films. Or and, hungry people. Right. And he kept trying to do that with the, the subsequent films and it, it just never it never it never hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Three and four he was getting a little bit more grandiose and theatrical and and you could argue the same thing for Stallone's career because he was sure. starting to get fucking sure. better roles and more money. And when Rocky himself was getting more money and a mansion and endorsement deals, the most human of the Rocky films are Rocky one and two, Rocky Balboa and, and, and Rocky five Yeah, of the Rocky films. I mean, Creed and Creed two, obviously. Yes. Yes. But, but three and four are more of like it's Rocky as a celebrity. Like we, Ro- yeah, you know, Rocky no, no, icon. yeah, absolutely. And we we were um, like I've heard an argument that, um, and I don't know if I agree with it, but I've heard this argument, so I'll share it with you. Is when they're revealing the statue in three, which you know, by the way, is a real thing, and there was a whole bunch of um, controversy yeah, but- around that statue for a long time. Um, I know all about it, even though I'm not a Philly boy. So I, but you, yeah. being the resident East Coaster, you can share it. That. Oh yeah, and I will. But what, before that, um, when they're revealing the statue in the film, the high school band is playing the Rocky theme, and people argue all the time. How the hell would they know the Rocky theme? I, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm with them on that. Like, but if you, but you know what? And I was with them until I heard Rocky one. Until we watched Rocky one again, not just recently for this, but in general, the music's actually playing in the arena when he comes in. When Rocky comes in, that Rocky theme is playing in the arena. It's not. It's not. Oh, it's not music over for the audience. It's actually play like it, it's implied there's to a, people. There's a, there's a band. There's a band playing, or or it's being okay. pumped in over the speakers at least. But yeah, okay. it's, it's all right. I, I I'm with you because I felt the same way. I'm like, how the fuck did I was like, did Bill Conti? Was Bill Conti the fucking high school music teacher? Is that how they <laughs> so, do this shit? Right, right. So I I was with that until I heard it in Rocky One. So I, now whether Rocky picked it or Mickey picked it or it just happened to be some music they were playing, and because it was Rocky, it then became associated with him. The character, right. which then also became associated with the the you know the films and whatever, is is a whole other thing. But so I, I'm I'm okay at that point with them playing the the song at the the statue reveal. But I did at least see the argument at first, you know. Oh, absolutely. Because they're also playing it when absolutely. he comes back from Russia in five. There's a band outside the plane playing that song. Um, 
That was that was just as stupid. Yeah, I well, it was it was less stupid at the art museum. Trust me, at the art museum, revealing the statue—that's something that would happen here in Philadelphia. A, bit, a marching band being there playing that sure. would make sense. Sure. The the plane, maybe because it's probably it's presumably it's landing at Philadelphia International Airport, and so again, it could be a Philly. You know, I could see it because like when the Eagles landed after they won the Super Bowl, there was a band, <laughs> sure. and and they were playing the Eagles' flight song. So it it you know it's it's I guess it's conceivable. Um, talk, just, talk about the statue. Sta- yeah, I was just, just about to. Yeah, the statue. So the statue was originally erected and put where you see it in the film. They they put it. Listen, the art museum's been there for fucking ever, but there's no one that calls out the art museum steps anymore. They're the Rocky, the steps, Rocky steps, you know. Yeah. Um, and what you see in a little bit in Creed and a little bit in Balboa is not bullshit. People come from far and wide to run those Rocky steps all the time. Oh. CJ, if and when I ever fucking go to New we're, Jersey, we're going like, to the Rocky Steps. We're going to Philly, motherfucker. <laughs> like I'm here for a couple weeks. We're fucking going to Hoboken. We're going to fucking Patterson. Uh, we're going okay. to Red Bank. We're going to Philly. Okay, we're going around for a while. Um, yeah, fuck yeah, but, dude. We're gonna film that shit and be like, hey, it's Rico, it's Potosky tour of, <laughs> of Jersey, and Philadelphia, Jersey and Philly. Yeah. Um, so, so, but the, the so statue was there, um, for for. Oh, from the time it was revealed in the movie in 86, is it, I think? For Rocky 3. 1? 3. It doesn't get revealed till 3. Oh, I would say Rocky 3 is probably 82. Uh, no, I don't think it's... Is it that late? Or that early? Hold on, I got it right here. Well, um, Rocky 1 76. I'm going to argue Rocky 2 is probably 78. 80, 82, Rocky, you were right. It's 82. Yeah. Because I know Rocky 5 is 90. It is, yes. So and then, then there's your there's your bridge because those are kind of filmed every three or four years yeah it's it's actually two years between one and two three years between two and three three years between three and four five years between four and five and then 16 years 16 yeah and and then 10 between or nine between rocky baboa and the first creed um Creed was 2015? 2015. Rocky Balboa was six, 2006, okay. so f- nine years. Um, uh, but yeah, so the whenever the statue was revealed, it, it, was, it stayed there forever. Like, it was there for a long time. I actually saw it in that spot at one point in my life um, where, where it stands. The only thing they did, and you notice it in, I think it's five. They took the lights. There were lights on, like, the back and the two sides shining up on it. They took the lights out long before they took the statue down. Um, so at night it was still it was still glowing and people could be like, hey, look, there's right. There's still they, they eventually took the lights out, but the statue okay. was still there. And then they took the statue down. I want to say ninety three. They took the statue out of there. Well, hold on, you're missing a whole other thing. Is that Stallone offered to donate it to the museum, and the museum said no. I oh, see that part. I didn't know. So that, okay, so that's he, news. Yeah, yeah, so he offered to donate it to the museum. They said no because they didn't consider it art. They considered it a movie prop and pop culture bullshit. And from what I understand, Philly said, fuck you to the museum and said, no, this is iconic. This put Philly back on the map and in a positive way 
Like, right, right. Philly is synonymous with Rocky. Rocky is synonymous with Philly. Oh, for you sure. Know, the only other yeah. thing that makes it fucking, I mean, you yeah, you get the founding fathers and shit, but then you get cheesesteaks. Rocky yes. made Rocky made Philly integral in yeah. the same sense that Kevin Smith made New Jersey not a shithole. No <laughs> Thank offense. you. Thank no, you. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, new, it's like, oh, why are you going to New Jersey? You just want to, you know, if you want smog, just fucking, you know, go to L.A. You yeah, see what I'm right. saying? Like, right, yeah, yeah. Um, but, and, and ultimately, and I know you were going to, you were alluding, you're leading towards this, so I don't mean to cut you off, but they eventually settled and said, okay, we're going to put it over here on the, that, that path. Not yet. It went to the spectrum first okay. where the fights were. It went over there for a number of years. And then, cause there are other sports statues over there for like Mike Schmidt from the Phillies. If you're from, I know you're not a big sports person, but Mike Schmidt's one of the greatest baseball players of all time. And, and definitely he played, for, he played for who? The Phillies. Okay. Um, yeah, the Philly, yeah, this Mike Schmidt from the Phillies. You had, uh, I'm trying to think of what else is over there. You got the Philly special now from the recent Super Bowl, but before that, you had, um, I think there's a Charles Barton. It's either, there might be Charles Barkley and Dr. J, but I'm pretty sure it's just definitely Dr. J. But there might be Charles as well. Um, Dre's from Philly. What's that? Dre's from Philly. Who? You said Dr. Dre. Dr. J. Oh, I heard Dr. Dre. No, Dr. Like, Dr. Dre's, Dre's from, from, from Compton. Yeah, no. Dr. J. Like, the... When the fuck? <laughs> okay. He wouldn't be down there anyway because it's all sports people. And that's getting to my point. So they had Rocky there with all these other near proximity with these other sports uh, statues that are down there. And the sports people got pissed off because Rocky was a fictional character and not... Um, yeah, <laughs> and not an actual sports person. So they felt he didn't deserve to be down there with these actual legends that played these sports in Philadelphia. And right. then so it got moved back to the art museum, but not at the top of the steps. In It's not even on the side anymore where you see it in that film. Now, they might have moved it out for Creed, but the last time I saw it, it was actually in the um, Chinese garden in the back of the building. The last time I saw it. I don't understand why Stallone just doesn't just fucking take it and like because put he it in does fucking... he does believe it needs to be near the art museum even if it's not at the top of the sure. steps and there is and I will give him this and I and I I don't know if it's actually Stallone's footprints but there's a where the statue used to stand at the top of the steps where where he's standing with his arms raised at the uh, at the first the first one. You know, right. when he runs up, up to the top, there is a tile with the engraving. I think Rocky stood here. Rocky something. I forget what the words are. I know it says Rocky, his name. I th- it was, maybe it's like Rocky flew here. Or something. Like it's something, but it says Rocky. Now, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then it's two footprints in like sneakers, in Converse sneakers, like the ones that Rocky always used to run in. You can tell they're Converse. But what I don't know is if they just put two footprints or if they're actually like Stallone's feet like that. I don't know for sure. Yeah. I've never heard of an, of, of, of him doing that for that thing. But I mean, if he did fuck off, you know, fucking a. Yeah, absolutely. But, and you can see, so when you go up to the Rocky step, top of the Rocky steps, if you see it, it's, if you look down, that tile is still sitting there. Um, and like I said, the statue's off in the back, um, near the parking garage, actually. Um, so, now they might have moved it around front for the film, which would have made sense to to do that. But yeah. All right. So there's another 
portion that we kind of alluded to early with Adrian. Uh, we need, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to kind of establish what we're talking about. We are not saying we, we are not saying Sylvester Sloan is a rapey person or no. Rocky is a rapey person. No, but that first scene where, you know, he and Adrian are on their first date and he kind of like coerced. He doesn't coerce her. I'll give I'll give him. I'm, I'm very careful how I'm going to phrase this. He pushes her emotionally into his apartment. Yeah. She kept saying no. Like, that is really kind of important to acknowledge. I, she kept I gotta saying, go. Like, no, I gotta go. I gotta I, go. I gotta go. And then she, she even said, like, I, I, gotta, I gotta call my brother. And, but that's you know, after she go. gets inside. That's after she gets inside. Well, I'm, I saw, it's all, look, that whole scene is kind of fucking uncomfortable. Right, but like, she, you know, so, uh, listen, not defending the, because we both agree it's a little, mm, but, but right. like, she does walk her way in. Like, she doesn't, she easily could have turned and walked away. While she was still outside, not in a position where, you know what I mean, like, at the bottom of the stairs outside, so. Absolutely, but that's the problem with manners over instinct. Yeah. Where you're like, I, I, I'm uncomfortable, but my red fucking, and my, and my, uh, my red flag is going, and this is exactly what they teach young women. It's like, if you're uncomfortable, get the fuck out of there. But she doesn't want to be rude. So well, they also don't teach that in 1976. Italian, Let's be real. For an Italian woman, what would you say? They also didn't teach that in 1976. They teach it now. <laughs> they teach it now because they're fucking looking at Rocky. See how fucking scared Adrian is? You can fucking no. I'm just joking. Yeah. But but Italian women, especially if you're an Italian mother, you are the you run the household. If you're an Italian daughter, you're second best. And I'm yeah. not talking about now. I'm talking about especially yeah. then. Sure. I mean, if you if Paulie is running your fucking life, there is something wrong. For you know? sure, for sure. She cleans, she cooks, she does all that shit, and he treats her like garbage. And I want to say this when we're talking about Paulie for a second. He does kind of grow up, but it only took him seventy fucking years because by Rocky Balboa, he softened up a little bit, and he, he hates the person that he was. Yeah, but it so they, you're right. It took him until you know two thousand because it's presumed that all these movies take place in the year that they're released so no you know, no because oh well no could yeah well rocky won for sure yeah. yes rocky, rocky won 76 won, yeah for sure um rocky balboa i would say for sure is absolutely the, yeah and then the creeds obviously i think but it's everything else in the fucking middle that is, is just yeah like, all right. And so, good luck trying to be like, oh, well, if I look at Ro uh, Rocky Jr., that should help. Nope, that doesn't fucking no, help No, we'll at get all. there in a minute. But uh, but to your point, though, it took Ro it took Pauly 40 years. Because it's, it's, or no, 30 years. 30 years between Rocky One and Balboa. And the presumption is that he only fucking felt guilty and shitty about how he treated Adrian when she fucking died. Yeah. So he never got to say, you know, you know, I was awful to you. I, you know, and... I mean, not only that, but he fucking fucked up their money. Yeah. Like, well, Pauly, you know, Pauly is just the worst. So you and I, you and I, uh, to share with the audience, which we rarely do, but we did talk about this franchise a little bit privately before we got here today. Um, and you mentioned that then, and it was actually before I had gotten to four in my 
my rewatching of all of this. And I so when that sequence happened, I really was paying attention, right? Yeah, it's still Polly's fault. I'm not arguing I'm not gonna sit here and make an argument that Polly didn't do anything, right? But based on what Paulie's saying and and the argument he's having with Adrian, because it's really between the two of them, Rocky kind of comes into it at the end, you know. Right. Paulie, I do feel like it wasn't even about investing. He the 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 investor came, meaning the guy who was handling uh, Rocky's uh, accountant, I guess is the better way to use it. Comes yeah. to Paulie and says, "Hey, you guys are going to be in Russia for the next three months or whatever it is. Sign this so I can keep handling Rocky's money without." you know, while, mm-hmm. while you're gone. And Polly was like, oh, yeah, well, we are going to be in Russia. Someone does need to, you know, like, it didn't feel like... But, Pauly- no, the, the key thing is that Polly did bring the document to Rocky and said, you got to sign this, Rocco. This is going to help us make some money while we're gone. If Polly signed it, Polly would be going to jail if he forged uh, Rocky's signature. Rocky signed that document. Right, but so the... Right, but I guess my point is that, like, I don't feel like Polly was trying to do something shady. Polly just oh, fucked uh, up. Uh, no, no, know? no. He had the best intentions, but he, you know, he, he, it doesn't matter. As you said I in got, our private conversation, he Tony Starked it. That's exactly, you know. Yeah, he yeah. fucking totally st- Tony Starked it. But that's, but my problem is, is that he has no, he didn't say, you're absolutely right. I fucked up. I, I, I lost all our money. What am I going to do? He didn't go to so mm. he didn't go to Rocky and be like Rocky I fucked up man like I thought I was doing something good. He just said Rocco I didn't do nothing I I swear I didn't do anything bad and he's and he's like I can't I don't have time for this and he wants to leave. Yeah. He's cornered he knows the guilt is on him and he wants to fuck off. And he still expects but you know uh, you know we can all live together again right? It's like hey how about you get a fucking job you bum? Yeah. Yeah. Get a job, you bum. You fucking greedy. You're lazy. Lazy. Let's go let's go back to that fucking Adrian scene because that that Yeah, we didn't we didn't finish it. About. Yeah. No, of course. We yeah, we just got sidetracked. Um it, it, it's yeah, she but she goes out she goes out there willingly. Um I'm not even mad at the phone call thing because I genuinely believe Rocky didn't have a phone. Like I do genuinely believe that he did not have a. He didn't have a phone. Yeah, right. It's easy enough to say it and maybe still have one. I'm saying like I genuinely believe he didn't actually have it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and you know, the the phone call is is not as important. The fact no, but it's it's part of it. You know, so because you brought up yourself that she's like, I need to call my brother. You know, and he he tries to light size. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna yell out in the streets of Philly. Hey, yo, Polly, your yeah, sister's I, with me. Like, Polly doesn't give a fuck. Well, first off, Polly doesn't give a fuck. But that, I mean, I wouldn't be stunned if that kind of shit happened. You know, in 1976 in Philly, in that part of Philly, oh yeah, people probably you like, yo, what are you doing? You know, out the window. I guarantee you that shit happened. And then you hear some other guy in the back and be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, or yo, I'm coming over. Yeah, I mean, because listen, Philly, Philly's not. That's the other thing I gotta say, and I feel like this, this, these movies, but specifically one and two, showed this. Um, and actually, it was well the the converse was well depict, depicted in Rocky Balboa. Yes, we'll get back to Adrian in a second, but Philly back then was not as angry as it is now. Like that scene in Balboa where he goes back to the bar and runs into Marie for the first time. 
Mm-hmm. And the girl walks up to him and goes, hey, why don't you buy us around? Well, you think you're too good for me when he says no? Like, that unfortunately yeah. is like South Philly now, <laughs> you know, but. But that, in, that particularly was based on something that happened to Salone. Oh, I believe it. I believe yeah. it. But I'm saying like that, but that, that wouldn't stun me if that happened in Philly. And even if it didn't, it's still apropos. It's still fit. You know, right. whereas in 1976, I mean, yeah, were there, there's always shitheads everywhere in every year in every city. So, like, to say it never happened in 76 would be a lie. But, right. you know, there was a lot more, and, and and Philly was a lot more um, segregated. And I don't mean by race. I mean by by class. culture. Cla- not even class, culture. You had, you uh-huh. had, you have Little Italy and you have... I mean, a German Germantown, Pennsylvania is called Germantown for a reason because it were sure. all the Germans were for a long time, you know. It's and, fucking Deutschville, I get yeah, you. Yeah, and 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 there's a section for there, there's a section where all the Irish were, and I I can't there's a name for it. And I'm just blanking on it right now, and it's not like New Dublin or something. It's got like a, a name. Yeah, funny. Um, but <laughs> but the point. The point is, like, when you're walking around the Italian section of South Philly at that time, you know, it, you know, seeing a guy standing out by the the the, the garbage fire singing, drinking bottles of wine, yeah, that's not that's not uncommon. No. That's do you know who the, do you know who the lead singer was? It's his brother, Frank. Yeah, Frank yeah. Salone, yeah, yeah. Um, but getting back to the scene that you wanted to talk about with Adrian, you, yeah. you know, did she take finally, it back. That's actually a great song. I enjoy that one. Um, but he, he she, they, you know, they, uh, he gets her up there. He like gets hot in here and just starts stripping. Like, <laughs> yeah. See, I was telling Steph this, that like Rocky is caught. Did she watch this old... with you, by the way? Oh, fuck yeah. She okay. watched all of them with me except for Creed 2 because at that point it was 2.30 in the fucking morning. Sure. Okay. Um, I'm, I might be like, all right, you went through all this. You should watch Creed 2. I don't give a fuck if I have to rewatch it, but where you should watch it because then you could be done yeah. and never have to watch it again until we're like, hey, we hey, Creed, Creed 3 is coming out. Yeah, um, next year. So, Which, shout out, Michael B. Jordan's going to th- do his directorial debut. I was going to talk about that, but we'll get there. When, yeah, I do want to talk about that for sure. Yeah. Okay, so my point for, for Stallone, uh, no, specifically Rocky, Rocky is caught in the old school generation of Italians and the new wage of thinking for Italian Americans. He is under the impression because he, he's not a ruffian. If you want to, you know, the, the quote unquote old school Italian American, you get Pauly, you get Gaza, but he is like, you know, she's, she's a beautiful woman, you know, there's some beauty under these glasses, blah, blah, blah. And he, he gives her the, utmost respect he he you know most italian americans don't give a fuck about a 12 year old girl on a corner sure he's really trying to fucking look out for women for Mar- and maria marie it's, yeah, specifically yeah, for, for marie and for adrian and but he also does take off his fucking you know clothes to reveal his machismo physique because that's what he's under the impression that a woman needs to see to find him attractive is, hey, yo, look at my biceps. Look, I see I'm strong. He even like pulls up his arms yeah. like he's going to do a pull up. He's like, hey, yo, look at these. And she's like, I said this to you privately. This is Beauty and the Beast. But the issue is, is that they both think they're beasts. 
Right. And they're both beauty in their own respective way. Stallone's on fucking good looking motherfucker, but he's got the physique of a god. Sure. You know, this the stereotypical Olympian god. Sure. Until he opens his fucking mouth. <laughs> Which a lot maybe people don't know, but that was brought on that was uh forceps when he uh, during his delivery. He's he's paralyzed on half on part of the left side of his face. It's That's also why... acting to a degree, not the physical, not the facial feature, but the 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 way voice. he the voice and the way he presents. Stallone's more articulate than Rocky is by a pretty substantial margin. Right. His his real speaking voice is like you know yeah when I made Rocky you know it was kind of like I you know you still get a little bit put... of that but it's not as it's... because his tongue his tongue is partially. Paralyzed. Sure. So it, sure. it's going to have a little bit of a slurred, snarl speech. But then you know he goes, "Dad, you know what's wrong with me?" Right. So, he, it definitely. It's definitely more. Uh, it's exaggerated when he's playing the characters. It's opposed to, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's my point: is that he's trying to not be machismo, but he can't help but be macho because that's what he's on the impression of. And then he's fucking overbearing, dude. He's just like, he just comes over, corners her, and she's like, I gotta go. And she opens the door. He shuts the door. He's like, no, no, see, you know, it's okay. And then he, and then he's like, you know, I'm, can, I t- can I do, can I take these glasses off? And doesn't wait for her to say yes or no. He just like takes off the glasses and then he takes off her fucking hat. And then he's just like, he's like this is where it gets the most uncomfortable. He's just like, I'm going to kiss you. You don't have to kiss me back, but I'm going to kiss you. Okay. Fuck no, dude. Like, she's See, clearly he, uncomfortable. He, yeah. And and I don't disagree with any of that, right? I really don't. But I also try to look at it, like, and then kind of going back to my question from earlier about the, the protagonist versus the antagonist in the films, right? Like, uh-huh. it's a very different lens. You know what I mean? Like, in in... In 1976, and even I would say as I was growing up, because obviously I didn't wasn't born until 1980, and I would argue the first time I saw Rocky, any of the Rocky films was... 86, maybe? Yeah, I was going to say that. Probably about 86, 87, somewhere in that window of time. Yeah, maybe even 85 when, when 4 came out. You know, even though I didn't sure. see it in theater, but that probably re- rebounded the other ones coming out on, like, TV and stuff, you know. Side question. Did you have, like, VHSs and shit when you were a kid? Like I had VHS, but I didn't have Rocky. No. Okay, that was my question because I knew like every fucking household. Like I told you, man, this this thing runs out here. I know, but don't they edit it for TV? There's not much to edit from the Rocky films, though. I mean, it's not you know, there's not there's not a lot of language and stuff. Well, not the language, but they they they. I've always noticed they omitted. The cutting of the eyelid. Cut me, Mick. You know they always they always on some channels. Yes, it depends on what yeah. channel you're watching it on. But yes, that has been a and that's more recently though because I always yeah, the, I... the the cut the cut me Mick has always been like that's a line out of here. You know we should like, title we should title the cut me Mick. Why not? Um, but no, there there's been seriously there have been um. Like I, I know people that have been in fights, not like boxing matches, but just you know you you're fighting in school or whatever. And, and, you know, you'd go, you'd go, no, 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 but I'm not even talking about like swollen eyes. I'm not even getting that extreme, but they'd be just down, like breathing heavy or whatever. And you as your boys, you'd run over and be like, you all right? Like, yeah, just cut me, Mick. You would say, and then you would jump up and keep going. Like, like, that's just a thing out here, even if you didn't actually need it. You know what I mean? So that, that, 
yeah, that that's always been a thing. But I, I there was a point to that. Oh, it, like when I was watching yeah. it, you know, coming up, like it it, it didn't come across as Howard as rabia. Ta- as rabia. It came across. It really came across as sweet, and not because he right. was being aggressive, but because he clearly likes her. Like this. It, you know, yeah. we make the joke all the time that so and so is just looking to get some ass. Like Rocky wasn't looking to fuck her. Like I, I, I mean, maybe to a degree, but that's not what comes across. It's that he, well, he, gen- you know, he was definitely trying to fuck her, but he loves her, right? It, and it was more about, but to me, I would argue that it was more about her his feelings for her than it was about getting his dick wet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, if if you're if you're yeah, he, he 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 was he wasn't looking to put on condominiums. I, I love that fucking joke. That fucking joke where he says condominiums. I don't I don't wear them. I don't use them. <laughs> Such a fucking great joke. Look, I'm I'm thinking of it like remember when we did the John Hughes thing and we're like, is it you know, I was looking at the Hughes dialogue as a little too I'm I'm looking at it like, eh, it's kind of offensive and it's kinda of, it should have been offensive yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah. The only reason why we are like we're kind of okay with the Rocky thing. It's because we know, like she's still with this fucking guy. Like she's right. okay with it, and it's integral for the character because she needed that push. She was gonna be a fucking shy, uh, you know, battered sister essentially. Right. Unless Rocky did something to like encourage her to to step out of her own shell and to you know and it and blah blah blah. But it is a little. It's it, it does kind of make you uncomfortable. The only reason why you you're okay with it is because well you know it, it works out and she's fine with him. She loves him and she didn't hold it against him. All right, so can we talk about something that's a little less important related to that though? Sure. She magically doesn't need glasses anymore after that scene. <laughs> <laughs> and think think fuck for that because those are the ugliest glasses in the history of ever. And they actually kind of make a joke about that in four when. Or no, five, excuse five. me. Five. Yeah. Five, yeah. When when everything's being sold off at auction. Which, by the way, remember I told you earlier that I felt like they retconned five completely? Uh-huh. They even, even the Harley joke in Creed, he talks about why he got rid of his Harley. He got rid of his Harley because it got sold at the estate thing, not, well, you know. Well, may- maybe he was making a... Maybe he, maybe you know, who the fuck wants to say? Oh, you know, you know, my my brother-in-law, you know, he fucking yeah, but that's up my money. that's probably pretty well known. Is my point? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, I would also argue that Rocky probably did fuck up, you know, on his bike at one point. He's just like, I'm just gonna clean it, you know, <laughs> just wiped it with a fucking diaper. <laughs> I mean, uh, I get that because when I had my Evo, man. I, like every car I've ever had, I take it to a car wash. Except when I had my Evo, I bought all the shit you need, and I washed that motherfucker by hand. All right. That being said, like Adrian is is you know we all we're every character is like oh you know you Rocky's got heart. Yeah, but he doesn't have heart without Adrian. And no, you're not. Well, I mean, I, I you can argue by Balboa he does, but it took. Yeah, but his heart is broken, man. At that do you point. do you know what was that? Purposely, they wrote Talia out, or did she just didn't want to do it? Do you know? Because I, I didn't. I am under the impression that it was the, it was not like she didn't want to come back. It was just it was the logical choice, and that's sort of where you look at it because Burt Young could have come back for Polly for Creed. Yeah, but the logical choice is that Rocky needs to have 
his highs and lows. And what's more low than losing, losing your wife yeah. out of and something out of your control? It really humanizes and makes it relatable sure. because, you know, I mean, I lost my mom. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I didn't thankfully I didn't lose her to cancer or anything like that. But it's you hear and feel the heartbreak in Rocky and Stallone doesn't get a lot of credit for his acting ability. No, we, we kind of... no, no, he really doesn't, you know, and then honestly, the, the biggest slap in the face to me for that was um, Creed when he got nominated for best supporting and didn't get it, you know, and he, he was robbed, but in Rocky Balboa, he does some of his best acting. Like sure, at that point sure. where Polly says, you know, are you upset because Adrian left? He's like, she didn't leave me. She died. Yeah. And his voice cracks. And yeah. Instantly, and I'm like, oh, Rocky, buddy, like, you just want to <laughs> hug the motherfucker. Well, see, that's the thing. For me, I've always felt that way. Like, you know, and I don't know if that's a, you know, I, I've been told that's a Philly thing or a Philly area thing that, you know, that's how you feel about that character. It makes you, I mean, I'll, listen, you might find this this ridiculous, but um, two things I'll tell you about the Eagles, and yes, I know you hate the fucking Eagles, so don't bother, but... um. Like when when they open their new stadium, the Lincoln Financial Field, which has now been around for twenty years, I think. But when they when they opened that stadium, right, it was a Monday night football game. Which, whether regardless of how much you follow sports, you have to know Monday night football is like the grand stage for weekly football outside, you know, and then obviously the Super Bowl. But they they opened it on Monday night football the first week of the season. And and Stallone came out in an Eagles jersey that said Balboa on it, not yeah. Stallone. Like that's how integral this character is to right. this area. And then even more so, one of my favorite scenes from the entire franchise, and it's not just for this reason, but it helps, is at the beginning of Eagles games, like when the the, the team's been announced and they're getting the crowd hype before the kickoff. They play the sequence when she's just come out of the coma in two and says, you know what I want you to do for me? And he goes, what? Win. And, and you know, like, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. Yeah. Because it, it does. It it, it it hits. You know? Yeah, it, so. it absolutely hits. I mean, I think, I think Adrian's death was, like I said, integral to the character of Rocky because... How, every fucking movie, he's, I'm a fighter. I'm a fighter. This is what I got to do. This is, you know, I'm a man, you know, blah, blah. So he's a fighter. What's he going to do? Punch the cancer out of her? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, he, yeah. he's powerless. There's yeah. nothing he can do. Yeah. And that, you know, we we talked about, like, one of our very early episodes, we talked about Man of Steel. And Ralph Garman happened to have an opinion of why it was so fucking, it was such a cheap way of killing off Kevin Costner's character. Oh, the, the tornado. Superman. Yeah, the yeah. tornado. And why the original Superman works, because he has a heart attack. And that is integral to the character of Superman, that he's, he's the strongest man on their world. He can fly. He's got laser vision. He's got blah, blah, blah. And there's some things that you can't do. Yeah. And that is important to 
to the character of Rocky. And it absolutely makes sense by Creed. He is once he's got his diagnosis of, I mean, again, as, as per fucking usual, we're spoiling the whole fucking franchise, but he gets cancer. He's got not, he's got Hodgkin's lymphoma or non Hodgkin's Hodgkin's, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, and he, and Creed, uh, uh, Adonis is just like, you, what are you talking about? You need to go. He's like, no, man, I, I did all that with my wife. I'm not going through chemo again. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because he's, he, he doesn't, he wants to have some dignity as he dies. Like to be serious for a second, like my dad's 83. Ron is, is, is very, is elderly. And I know he is hitting his own mortality at a very, you know, sad way. He's limping from his, from his leg being broken, you know, a couple years ago, he, or a year ago. I mean, I bought him a cane just last week. Mm. Like I went on Amazon and I bought him a four pronged cane Mm. because he has a cane that the, the hospital gave him when he broke his leg, never uses it. And, and he, it's just one prong. So it falls over on the time and then he has to bend over to pick it up. And, you know, so he, him coming to me and saying, you know, I need a cane. I need a four prong cane was a big deal because this is somebody who my entire life up until recently, you've been one tough son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Was essentially a shorter Rocky, you know, very muscular, very in shape, never let his age better him. And then, you know, he's just, you know, you know, he sits at his table, you know, he sits at his, his uh, computer and watches the Red Sox and plays solitaire and drinks and smokes. And that's all he does. Well, and, I mean, Rock said it best in, in Balboa. He said, you know, time, time's the only undefeated enemy, you know, like, so. Yeah. I think he said Creed. Was it he Creed? Said, it might be Creed. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Um, but that your the point is valid. And, and so why, like, because I've seen the Rocky films with my dad, but he responded the most to Rocky Balboa and Creed. I and we watched that. it together. And because he gets it, he gets beat. Like, he's like, oh man, I used to be just like that. I used to have, you know, and then there's pictures of dad mm-hmm. uh, at 55, 60 years old with a six pack and arms. And, yeah. You know, he's a tough, he's a skinny giddy, but he was tough. <laughs> and, and so I think Stallone, I think, I think Rocky not having that Adrian in his corner is is integral for the character and then if you're if you're so if your moral support is fucking Polly, <laughs> well that's why like, he's always trying to find the marie or the you know whoever else because you know I, i'm glad they brought marie or at least the character because it's not the same actress right right uh which actually the original actress sued stallone because he told her, like, I'm bringing back Marie, and you're Marie. And then they fucking went to Geraldine Hughes, and she was just like, I, fuck you. Like, I I turned down work to be in Rocky in Rocky Balboa. And he had to, like, pay her out of court. <laughs> like, oh, really? Wow. All right. Yeah. Um, that being said, it was kind of weird to see a kind of romance start to blossom. I don't know if I looked at it as romantic, I did. She, she kissed him, but he doesn't kiss her back. That's right. I, 
I would argue maybe she was developing some feelings for him, but it was definitely not reciprocated. Like he, he's still very much in love with Adrian. You know what I mean? Even though she's not around anymore, and I, I don't, you know, he'll never remarry. That's the key. The, the well, yeah, and I was just gonna say that. I mean, we'll and we'll get to it in a minute, but because there's talk of both the Creed three and officially a, a Rocky eight. You know, um, well, there's talk. No, no. I didn't say it's I said talk. Here, here's here's what they are leaning towards. There's potentially uh, Stallone has talked about doing another Creed type movie of a young Hispanic. Right, but it's going to be a Rocky film. It's going to be I, Rocky Seven. Okay, or yeah, but we. I mean, I'm okay with that. I'm. I mean, I'm not really fucking okay with that because I'm like, oh, he's just. Just why does he have to have another fucking? It doesn't seem as believable. No. It doesn't seem as believable that he'll fucking go through Creed, and then be like, "All right, Adonis, you're on your own. I'm gonna fuck off to fucking Vancouver and hang out with Robert Junior and Logan." Blah blah blah. I'd rather see that fucking movie of just old ass Rocky just hanging out with his fucking granddaughter. Yeah, I, what I here's what I don't want to see, right? And and this is gonna sound like blasphemy coming from me, but. I don't want to see another Rocky movie where Rocky's the feature character. That's what I like about the Creed films. That while Rocky's a prominent character, he is not the focal point of the film. No, he's, he's the Mickey. Right. And if if we're going to get more of those, and I would prefer them to be with Adonis, if I'm being perfectly honest. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but if we're going to get more of those, I, I if we're going to get more of Rocky, I mean the character. I want it to be in that context of the supporting role of whatever and and like i said if if i got my choice it would be latched up it would be latched up either with adonis or at the only other person i'd be okay with is if for some reason robert decided he wanted to box all of a sudden which i don't think would be a smart move but at least i at least i could get my brain around that compared to you know random dude somewhere else you know what i'm saying well, that's, so. but that's what they're doing is there it's going to be a I know, Hispanic no, guy. I, who, I know i read i read the thing but i'm just saying and it just sounds like and i don't mean to be disrespectful of it but it sounds like creed south of the border no it's it exactly what yeah it, it, it and honestly for what it's from what i read no studios come near it yet so it's really just in in rocky's mind but no studios it, like touching it i don't want it i'd, I'd I much rather be the the the, the the believability of the relationship between Rocky and Creed, uh, I mean, Adonis, is established. And yes. we all feel for it, and we all love it. I mean, he doesn't have a father figure, so he calls him Unk. He's got Unk. He's got Uncle Rocky. And I, and I actually, you know, at first, at first, well, we'll, let, we'll get to Creed in a minute, because I do want to get into those, but I want to go back, I want to talk about something from the Rocky, fran the, the Rocky proper franchise first, before we get there. Um, and that's aging. Because the only kid I've ever seen age faster than uh -huh. than Robert were Wanda and Vision's kids in WandaVision. The only kids <laughs> I've ever seen age faster than this this kid in the Rocky franchise. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Hashtag Rocky Vision. Yeah, <laughs> right there you go. Um, no, but real. Like let's let's let's. I mean, we don't know exact ages because they don't tell you. But he's born in Rocky Two, right? And, Rocky, and he's, play, hold on, and he's played by uh, Stallone's actual son, Sergio. Yes, 
Yes. Who's uh, autistic. Correct. Of, uh, yeah. yeah. And if I've read, I think he passed, actually. No, 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 no. Sage Stallone, who played Rocky Jr. in Rocky V, died. Oh, okay. That's I th- there might be there might I'll be talk something... about I'll talk about that when we get to Creed. Yeah, you know what? Cause that would be great because I don't know a whole lot about it, believe it or not. But anyway, I'll tell you all about um, it. But yeah, so he's born in Rocky Two, which is starts three months ten after months, it, yes, the, ten months after the initial first fight. Right, but I'm well. I would I would argue eleven to twelve months potentially. Well, the first fight is. Because I don't, I don't think she's pregnant immediately. I'd say it's maybe a month from. Because I, I think he's in the hospital for close to a month from the end of the fight. Adri- not unless Adrian climbed on top of him. I, you're you're probably right. Yeah, you know, so he's in the hospital for about a month. Then they come out, they get married or whatever. I don't think she's pregnant for. I'm gonna say another month after they get oh, married. I think, I, I think he. I think they conceived that night. Okay, but still, you don't usually find out typically until two to three months in. So, you know. But, yeah, so, but either way, he's born somewhere in late 77. Sure. Ish, right? Just in real, in movie time, because in in real time, it's like 1979 at this point. But in in movie time, it's 1977. He he fights Apollo the second time, and Uh then... It's said that three years have passed between right. the end of Rocky two, and and where it picks up in Rocky three. So that kid should be at best four. At the absolute latest four. Right, that's what I'm saying. At best four, and he's clearly mm-hmm. like six. Well, I think he's. I think he's four. But then in 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 the movie four, then he's like, he's like seven. almost eight. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so he doubles in age in because the, the, the time from the end of the fight with Clubber Lang, it picks up immediately. Like he, the yeah. the because they because Rocky and Apollo have the 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 private fight that nobody knows about until Creed, um, besides Rocky and Apollo, right. and. It's per, it's presumed based on the dialogue that when Rocky gets home, it's right after that fight happened. So yeah, unless, he said, you know, who hit you? What happened to your eye? Oh, right. a friend hit me. So yeah. unless that fight took four years, I mean, it could have. <laughs> it really fucking could have. I think With if all Rocky the montages, was, it probably could have. <laughs> I think if Rocky was missing for four years, you know, that'd be a thing. So at the beginning of four, he's about eight years old. Ish, yeah. and yeah. which no, and no. then and then by the end of Rocky, at the beginning of Rocky Five, he's like he's fourteen back from Russia. He's yeah, like, he's like thirty years old. <laughs> Not that old, but he's definitely oh, old. He's thirty. He might as well be fucking thirty. <laughs> at this point, he might as well. I mean, they because kind if of going to go from if you're going to go from eight to let's let's even lower. He could be twelve, right? But that's still I'll give a you 12. big, yeah. that's even a big fucking leap. Like, I don't know what, like, maybe because Stallone did steroids, maybe, like, that just went in his sperm. And, like, really, Rocky Jr. is five years old by Rocky Five or something? But he's just all big and hulked out and shit. He just, hey, he had a growth spurt, you know? I just, you're right. Yeah, man. You're absolutely right. 
You're at, and then they fuck Rocky Balboa, like, yeah, that, that, fixes it. that does kind of fix it, but I mean, like, it just doesn't make any sense, like, you know, like, and that's, I think the thing that irks me about it the most is that so much of the rest of these franchises was so well thought out, you know, for the most part, you know, things were pretty well thought out, and then this, yeah. you know, this is, this is definitely the, like, they made Rocky Balboa to fucking Days of Future Past this shit. We're just like, all right, come on. Like, <laughs> Let's fix the timeline. Or or, or to Ryan Reynolds at the end of Deadpool 2 where he's just off-killing right. fuckers. <laughs> um, but let me talk about Sage. Sure. Uh, yeah. Sage Moonblood Stallone is his, is his real, it was his real name. Um, he died at, in 2016. Yeah, 12. He, and, he, and he was, huh? 2012. Really? Mm-hmm. July thirteenth, twenty twelve. Okay, I I thought he died around the time of production for Creed, but you that either way, I think he was like thirty six or thirty seven years old, and 36. he died randomly yeah. of a fucking. It wasn't so much a heart attack, but he he ha, he had a heart problem. It and says heart attack. It that. says heart yeah. attack, but like if you go like deep on his Wikipedia or something, it says specifically because there were pills in his system, but the pills didn't kill him. Yeah. Um. So when that, when they were Stallone didn't want to go back to Rocky. He didn't when they when he was approached for Creed, he flat out said, "I can't do it" because he was still Greeting. deeply mourning. I mean, he was making movies, but Rocky is so personal to to Stallone. Um. He didn't want to do Creed. He's like, I can't fucking do a movie after, you know, he was like, Rocky's story is done. Like, that's why I did Rocky Balboa. It took such a pain in the ass to make. It's interesting because that's different than what's said in the documentary on the first Creed, but we'll talk about that when you're you're done. But Coogler kept insisting, this will be um, in memoriam to your boy. This is a father-son story. And 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 Stallone has come out and said like it helped him cope with the grieving process and okay. come in dealing with his death, and that he views Creed as a specific tribute to Sage. Now there's a part in Creed where they first go uh, where Donnie goes into Polly's room to move in, and there's that photo yeah. of young Sage, and that's specifically Sage. Yeah, yeah. With 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 Sly, and you know they're they're both posing to punch the punching bag. If you know the history, it's so heartbreaking because it's Stallone having to acknowledge, "Oh, that's my son." You know, that's my and 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 the character is just moved off. It's just fucked off to Vancouver. He's played by Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah, you know that's that's just it is. But it was such a great tribute for Sage to be immortalized on camera as a nice little tribute. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I, when people give a lot of shit for Rocky five, I'm like, you guys fucking are looking at it the wrong goddamn way. This is not about Tommy Gunn. This is not about Rocky. This is about, this is about his boy. This is about the, the legacy. It really should have been called Rocky legacy because it's all about his son living in a fucking shadow. And, and, you know, born with a silver spoon up his fucking ass most of his life. Maybe that's what made him grow. He just fucking all the lead poisoning that he got from the well, silver you know, spoon and it's, it's interesting that they called him Robert because... And, well, Rocky's name is Robert. But that's never established. Uh, it is uh, in Rocky Five. They they call Duke calls him 
Robert Rocky Balboa. But he he is he's Robert Senior. Okay, well, see, but they don't, uh, especially in two. That's not a step when they, they decide to call him. You know, when he's the one name after the father. You know, they don't. Yeah. They don't establish that because I know a I know a guy. No joke. His name is Rocco, and he goes by yeah. Rocky. R O C C O is an a pro, is an Italian name. Rocco. I mean, there's no. There's I, I'm not. I'm not yeah. saying that in a in a derogatory way or or anything. I'm saying though that I know a guy whose name is Rocco and goes by Rocky. You know, so it Look, wouldn't be like off unconventional the, unconventional for the kid to be, you know, Rocco, you know, or, or Rocky. Rocco Balboa. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So it, it, to, I, I always had a problem with that. And I, I, I've seen five, a few, a bunch of times. I don't, I'm not saying what you're saying isn't true, but I don't ever, it, it must, it must be like a blink and miss it kind of thing because it's, it's a total, it's a total blink and miss it. It's when he like pulls up the limo. He's like, Robert, Rocky, Balboa. You know, okay. When he pulls up the limo. Yeah. What I had a bigger problem was by Cree 2, he's talking to Adonis about his son. And he says, Oh, yeah. You know, oh, no. He's talking to Adrian's grave, I think. And he says, Bobby. Like, no. His name is Robert. You established that by calling him Robert in Rocky Balboa. He's I never been Bobby. I don't remember him saying. Did he, did he maybe say Robbie? No, he said Bobby. I'll, have to, I'll have to go back and watch it. Said, he straight up said Bobby. I'm like Bobby Balboa. So he went from he was Robert his whole fucking life. And but then, that's the only time because now... even even by the end of the movie he's calling him Robert again. So I, I that might just be a I don't know. I, I, that was a weird fucking decision. Um, Which by the way, what did you think? It, it's a small thing, but I'm not so I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it. But what did you think of him bringing whiskey to Paulie's grave? I think whoever is fucking monitoring the grave must be happy as shit. No, but I'm just saying, like, you know, oh, that, like, that, that's, you know, Paulie's that's biggest problem was he was a drunk. Yeah. Well, you know? I mean, I mean, I mean obviously he's th- not drinking it now for, you know, but still, like, uh, I mean, I, I see, I don't see Paul, I don't see Rocky bringing roses to Paulie's grave. You he didn't know? Have to bring it, anything, it, I guess is kind of the it, point, you know? It, it's, I mean, I've seen both on film and, Personally, people bringing alcohol to a tombstone and taking a shot and then pouring one on the yeah, grave. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's pour one out for your homies, but it's it's not the you're difference. Not pouring it out, it's just leaving it there. Well, not just that, but like not all those people that are doing that are bringing it to guys who are blatant fucking alcoholics. Is kind of my point. You know what I mean? Like well, maybe they. The, I, I mean, the maybe reason they are the reason that Paul and maybe in some cases, sure. I can't. We don't know these people. I can't say either way, but. But the reason Paulie's such a shit is, cause, cause honestly, when when he's sober, he's not as bad in the earlier films, and it's rare. But I mean, what? And that, that's that's kind of the point I'm getting at, Rico, is that he's drunk ninety or not drunk, but some level of inebriated ninety percent of the time, you know. Whereas in Bal, to your point in Balboa, it seems like he's gotten. Well, at least towards the until the end when he loses his job, he's I mean, got he's still he's still nipping. I mean, he when they're when they're doing the um, the tour was of, he? You know, all yeah, he had a he had a bottle with him. All right, he, he was cracking it up and pulling it up. He, I agree, is drinking is more. Look, 
<clears throat> not to sound like a broken record, but like people do get buried with like things oh, that sure. are landmarks and yeah, of their yeah. life. Yeah. Sinatra was buried with a fucking pack of, a pack of camels and a bottle of Jack Daniels. BB King's buried with Lucille, the guitar. So I I get it. Yeah. There I you mean, go. So yeah. Bella Lugosi was buried in the fucking Dracula cape. There you go. I mean, I'm not so, I'm not finding fault per se. I just found it really kind of like like if if. If someone was bringing me a bunch of misery in my life by drinking, I think the last thing I'd be doing is honoring him at his grave by bringing a bottle of whiskey. That's my point, you know? But so. we're talking about somebody who's also reading the fucking news to two dead people. <laughs> I'd argue he's only really reading it to Adrian and just like, oh, Paulie's here. But that's, you know. But I, I, I see, I think he bringing the booze is just like, this is what he did when he was alive. You know, I'm not going to. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. If he's reading the fucking news, he's just sort of faking his way through his grief of being like, you know, I'm just going to talk to you like nothing happened. Here, here's your um, drink, Bobby. I want to double back to something because I just had a thought real quick that I want to share and get your thing, on, your opinion on. Um, we were talking about how we don't want another Rocky, and especially like if he's not going to be training Adonis and all that and whatever. And And I still pretty much feel that way. I did think of an exception where that would work. And it's not okay. the Hispanic kid that they're talking about doing it with if for some reason it steps that i think i could wrap my brain around i can wrap my brain around that too se recomienda las dosis de refuerzo de la vacuna contra el covid-19 para ciertas personas para más información visita vaccinate.virginia.gov o llama al 877-829-4682 mensaje del departamento de salud de virginia also i forgot to mention there's discussion of a prequel TV show. In the 60s. Yeah, I saw that. I think that's absolutely a bad idea. Agreed. I, I don't. So bad I don't, idea. Yeah, such I a don't, bad idea. I don't need it. Don't want it. Look, I love, listen, I love this character. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I, when they, when they announced Rocky Balboa and before I saw Rocky Balboa, and I didn't see it in theater, so I waited till someone I know had it on DVD or whatever. Sure. Um, I was very much like, no. Like, no. Yeah, leave it the fuck alone. We yeah. don't need to see old man Rocky. I, I'm yeah, with you. Like, no, 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 no. For the fuck's sake, no. You know what I mean? And then I will and be very... Like, now well, we're like, Creed 3, bring on Rocky. Well, you know, that, but, that, but that. You're, you're right. But even when they announced Creed 1 and it was said that Rocky was going to be in it, I was like, no, as good as Balboa was, no, no, please I, don't I, do that. I didn't have that point of view. I for When Creed was announced, I was like, I am fucking in. Because, but I didn't, at the time, it wasn't, I either I didn't know or it wasn't established that Stallone was coming back. I was like, if it's going to be the son of Apollo... That's kind of fucking interesting. That's a really good angle. Right. Um, the fact that Stallone came back was a really fucking added bonus because what you saw glimmers of in Rocky V and Rocky Balboa became full fucking fledged in, in Creed. Right. Less so in Creed too. Do you, do you want to talk about the two of them together, or do you want to treat them separately? I mean, because it's a sort of... We can talk about the two of them together, but I, we still need to fucking... What? We need to acknowledge... Uh, uh, Carl Weathers as Creed in Creed one and two. We yeah we haven't really spoken about that yet, and that's true. We haven't yeah. talked about the we haven't talked about the foils. We've been talking all about Rocky and Polly and Adrian shit. Yeah, well, but... and and to that extent, uh, Rico, I do want to mention that 
if I'm ranking off Rocky films for myself, like the order in which I like them, mm-hmm. three is probably my least favorite. By a, I, I, I don't like Clubber Lang. I don't like the progression of the story. The only, and it's going to be weird to say this, but it, it helped in, it's a, the only positive that came out of the film, and the only reason why that it is positive is because it's about character growth, is that Mickey dies. And that in and of itself sucks because I love Mickey the character, but to the point that you were saying earlier about when Adrian had to die to, to progress Rocky, I right. think you need the same thing with, with Mick. But, you know... Um, I I like Rocky 3 more than Rocky 4, and it's mostly... It, it is that your character growth of Mickey death, Mickey's death, excuse me. But it's also the respect and friendship of Apollo and, and Rocky. You don't right. get creed the movie without that fucking whole trade that, that's fair and i can't disagree with that but my my but all this Your stuff personal that, that, preference yeah that's fine and it's not just that though but all the stuff that comes with it like uh, my 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 defense like like the whole thing at the beginning with with like paulie's jealousy like i mean it, we knew that we knew paulie was jealous of, of rocky we didn't need the whole, one. we didn't need that whole, you know, it's, it, I mean, it's kind of like Batman Origins. We don't need to know that. We know that already. It's pretty well established. Polly's a jealous stop, fuck. Stop killing the fucking Waynes. Yeah. Say. I mean, you didn't need that. You didn't need, I, I don't even... see here. We're, we're looking at this critically now at the time. It may have been relevant. I mean, we give a lot of shit for like, oh, why the fuck did he not figure out how old his kid was? Because they were made every three or four years, and like Stallone's like, who's really paying attention to this shit? Well, I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm not even worried about that stuff. I'm I mean, yes, we did, we talked about it, but I'm saying like, there's not there's a lot of the 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 point of three is is you're right, the development of the friendship with Creed, and and the, that relationship building, and then and the death of Mickey, and that's it. The fight doesn't mean shit. Well, the fight means something in the sense that he was losing his grip on where he was. He got what was it? Mickey called him. He called him. Um, he was tamed, or he was uh, uh, civilized. Civilized. Thank you. He was civilized, and that again, Stallone was using as a metaphor, where he was like doing a bunch of fucking action movies that were not really fucking doing... I mean, he was the height of his... of, like, Rambo, for example. But he was, like, not critically lauded, you know? Yeah. Don't don't even get me fucking started about Rambo, for Christ's sake. I mean... I've never actually made, seen any of them. I mean, would you ever want to? Not particularly. They don't... They don't interest me. You absolutely should see the first one. You should just see the first one, because the other ones... See, everyone says First Blood is the one you should see, which is the second one, isn't it? No, that's that's the first one. Oh, is it? Okay. It's, it, see, it, the, the movie is actually just called First Blood, and then it's Rambo First Blood Part 2, and then it's Rambo 3, and then it's jo- then it's just Rambo, and then they made another one called Rambo Last Blood, I think. Mm. But the pro- just to segue this for one second. I've seen Cobra, but I haven't seen Rambo, so do the math there. Right. The The... The whole point of Rambo is that he's a Vietnam vet who's traumatized from war, and he is a one-man uh, uh, army. Sure. And and he's just trying to fucking get home, and he gets stuck in this one fucking town where the sheriff is like, who are you, hippie? Get out. You're a drifter. Get the fuck out. 
and they keep pushing him and pushing him and pushing him. And then he finally fucking, he's just trying to be left alone. And they're like hunting him in the woods and he, he's fucking, and he just snaps. It's, it's, it's a clear representation of this is what army, this is what war does to someone. And if you push someone with enough PTSD, they will fucking snap. So it's all, it's, it's basically an anti-war film. And then by the sequels, it was, Hey, we need to fucking fuck up this dictator in this country. We're going to send Rambo and he's going to fucking have bows and arrows with explosives at the end. So he's silent and fucking explodes tanks with a bow and arrow. They, they completely flip flopped the character. And I'm looking at still and I'm like, how did you fuck up your own character, dude? Like, how'd you yeah. fuck up your franchise? You took an anti-war movie, an anti-war book, and then said, fuck it, this is the most pro-war thing we could ever do. It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, but, with, I don't know, there's a fucking point to Rocky about this, but... Um, I, was talking talking about about how, I was talking about how three, I didn't... I didn't... Right. Um, I was never a big Mr. T fan. I had actually kind of... It makes me laugh. It just felt shoehorned into the rest of it. Do you know what I mean? I still think Rocky Three is better than Rocky Four. I got a lot of problems with Rocky Four, more than anyone has a problem with Rocky Five. Rocky Four is just so much goddamn montage. The fucking training sequence with the they don't have the fucking Rocky theme. It's this stupid fucking eighties. Hearts on fire. It's Hearts on Fire is the name of the song. It's well, it's it's an awful fucking song, and it's an awful fucking sequence. It yes, Dolph Lundgren is intimidating as fuck. By the way, I was on that documentary thing. I told you I was watching. They interviewed him for part of it, and um, in four when when they're raising the the ring out of the, the. the the floor there and there's a look on Drago's face of like holy what shit first split second yeah. he said he actually broke character like that wasn't in that wasn't part of the script like he actually because he's 27 years old it's his first real acting big acting gig and and he's being raised up they they actually shot that at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas and all that shit was actually going on so even though it was in the script and it was like a movie he was still like holy crap and apparently right before they filmed like like right right before they filmed it James Brown sent one of his people to get Dolph to introduce himself so he he literally just came from meeting James Brown who apparently he's a huge fan of and so, like, he, he was just kind of, there's, like, a split. He, he said he got back in character pretty quick, but there's, like, a there's like a second there of, like, broken character shell shock, and, and they kept it in the film, so, you know. Well, and it works beautifully because, yeah, no, like, he's yeah. a you know, he's fucking Russian, you know, dude who's just, like, he, he got a huge dose of America in that fucking sequence. Absolutely. And also, fuck them for, like, not even letting him, like, walk in and have his own moment of like i am like you know they you know rocky comes in with his music and then fucking so-and-so comes in with their music no rocky comes in with oh you mean in other final other fights yeah yeah in every in every boxing movie there's always like you know in the red corner in the blue corner shit like that whereas they just said fuck this guy and his fucking nationality and his music and they're just we're gonna raise the podium 
and have him be like, what the fuck is going on? I got James Brown screeching at me. What's going on? <laughs> and fucking Apollo is just like, living in America. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's women everywhere. Like, I'm with, I'm with Drago. I'd be like, the fuck is this? Yeah. Um, I got, yeah, I, got, I had more, like, the, 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 the training of, between Rocky and Drago is, is great. You know, him going, you know, more, uh, old school versus high tech. Old yeah. school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as opposed to fucking steroids. And hold on. Another problem I fucking have. Don't say steroids. Cause that was a big thing in that time period no, no, in no, Russia. No, 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 it's not, it's not all steroids. Okay. It's Rocky in the first two films gets knocked the fuck out and his face looks like it. He is literally beaten to a pulp. His eyes swollen, yeah, he's all yeah. bruised and, and Apollo's, I mean, ribs are broken and all that shit. He's got internal bleeding. And then come, here comes fucking Drago who kills a motherfucker in the ring. And then we know later, whether whether Rocky Five is established canon or not with brain damage or some shit, Rocky is fucking shook. Well, that's the only Drago. that's the only part of five they kept. Well, they is kept the brain... and didn't kept. They no, they kept did. They did because Rocky references it specifically in Creed two. What he what because there's a flip flop on this. Stallone has come forward and said the the diagnosis that he got in Rocky five was just a first opinion, and what the injuries that he had at the time were consistent with just having a, a concussion. Like a severe concussion. Sure. No, but I'm talking about like in five or in, in Creed two, excuse me, when uh-huh. when he, he says oh, this guy broke me and there's This guy really broke things deal. inside of me that still ain't been fixed is what he says. Right. You know, so right. I mean to me that was a reference to the head injuries. What are you wanna you know you you could also uh, say like you know it fu- it fractured his soul like he was yeah. like scared. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could, you could you could say that too. Sure, but he but the the only argument against that is he goes and fights Mason Mason Dixon and and well, yeah, but Ma- fucking Mason Dixon was not nearly as intimidating. No, but even before he fights him, like he has this desire just to get back. He wanted to go back to the to the you yeah. know the, to the to the, sm- the bucket of blood. And shit yeah, like that. he just wanted but, to do that. So okay, so here's my fucking point. If if fuck they're, they're they're establishing Drago as this fucking ultimate killing machine who punches like the average punch of a of an average man is like eight hundred or whatever yeah and they're giving him eighteen fifty if that were that true if he punched Rocky once it should kill him instantly but he's getting beat on repeatedly for twelve rounds or sixteen 12, rounds uh, yeah. for whatever the fuck. And he gets a black eye. That's it. He had more damage on his face from Apollo than <laughs> he true. did from the guy who killed Apollo. That's true. That's where I'm, I call absolute bullshit. And the only reason why I could think of it is because Stallone's like, hey, yo, I'm looking pretty good now. Because they even say, oh, you fixed your face. He looks it. He looks like he had some fucking plastic surgery to clean up his face a little bit and yeah. narrow his nose and high cheekbones and shit. And Stallone's like, hey, fuck no, that, that cost a lot of money. I'm not putting my all this makeup on my face. Yeah. You know, they gave him the fucking obligatory fucking, like, one streak of blood going down his eye and shit, you mm-hmm. know, from his eyebrow down. But that doesn't make any bit of goddamn sense. Yeah. Like, thank fuck 
Ryan Coogler saw that bullshit was like, no, I'm going to fuck up Adonis. Adonis is going to have a swollen eye. He's going to have broken ribs. He's going to look like he got the fuck kicked out of him by uh, uh, pretty boy fucking uh, Ricky Conlon and goddamn Drago Jr., well, like he saw, well, he saw well, the mistakes. We'll, like, I'm fucking, we'll, we'll I'm, get there because the biggest, listen, the biggest person missing from Creed 2 was Ryan Coogler. Don't give me the executive producer bullshit because no, you know, no. All right. Is there, a, I mean, so Carl Weathers did an amazing job as Apollo. Ab- absolutely. No, yes. We, we, we need to give Carl Weathers his, his due. Yeah. As Apollo. Did really good there. The only other person I can think of that could have done well, actor-wise, but I think he'd been too smooth, and and you needed a little more boisterous. Would have been, but but Billy D. Williams potentially could have done it. I think. Um, okay. But yeah. Uh, but did you at know the time. at the time? Yes, I'm not talking about like now. <laughs> at the time. No, no, I'm saying for the actors of the time, who else would be a. <sighs> You know, an established. I mean, because Carl Weathers wasn't an established fucking actor. He was a football player, right? Well, he no, he had had a few acting roles, but nothing to that level yet. Nothing that caliber. Yeah. Um. Do you know who was supposed to play Apollo? Mm -mm. Joe Frazier, the guy that that cameos. Joe Frazier was supposed to play Apollo, and if I recall, it was something like because he was actually still boxing, they wouldn't let him do it. Like That makes sense. Yeah. Which is ironic, though, because in Creed, it's all... All the opponents are real boxers. Are they current boxers or are they ex-boxers? They're all, they're, well, they were current at the time of the films. I don't know if they're still boxing now because one of them six years ago at this point. So, you know. I wouldn't surprise me if they even offered it to Ali. They're like, it's based on you. Who I else think he was, play? I think he was too... At that point, I think the Parkinson's had already started, so I I don't know that 76? he could. I think so. Yeah, mm, I don't know about that. I'm looking. I don't know. If, I don't know if the year is time up, but you you may be right. I don't. I don't. Oh, even even if he hadn't announced it yet, he might have known. Like he might you have know, known. That's a good possibility. You know, like it, it it's it's like um it it's I mean obviously a different thing, but like Michael J. Fox knew about his long before he finally was like I've got this. You know what I mean? Right. So, um. I'll see if I can get a year of the diagnosis on on uh, on Ali here. If I can get that information for you, but I mean, it's super strange to because Carl Weathers is now for me. See, I didn't even fucking know he was a football player until like because he he's always been an actor to me. Right, growing up Rocky and Predator, he's fucking great in Predator. Um, there's a there's a really fucking interesting story about uh, the making of Predator because Predator is just testosterone on a fucking high ass level. You got Schwarzenegger, you got Ventura, you got all these big dudes that are like obsessed with pumping iron and Carl Weathers had like, he really wanted to intimidate all of them by making them believe that his physique was just natural, that he never worked out. So he, while they were getting up early at like five in the morning to work out before shooting every day, Carl would fucking who the fuck is Carl? He would go to fucking uh, the gym at like three a.m. and fucking work out, and then slip out before they would show up. So throughout the fucking filming, they kept thinking like, "God damn, Carl never works out, but he's fucking ripped." Well, and yeah, and I mean, football players, 
like I know a lot of guys, not every football player, but a lot of guys who are football players, they, they, even if they stop playing, they don't ever stop that workout regimen. That's not they, across the board, but a lot of them, you know, so. Well, there are just also, it depends on your position. I know enough about sports to know to be like, there are positions where it's like, you could just have to be kind of big and mean and be able to run as how big you are. Right. right. Um, you have to be able to be in shape and you have to have some endurance and stamina, but you don't have to have muscles upon muscles upon muscles. Um, there are just heavy dudes that play football. I was offered to play football in high school. And I said, fuck no, because even though I'm little, like I could fucking run and I'm big and I can, you know, slash into you know uh, uh smash into something with my shoulders but i i said fuck no i saw what my brothers did in high school football i'm like there's no chance in hell but i get the coach kept coming to me like and there was also this fucking player who was like the biggest buffest italian who was like he looked like he was 30 but he was a high school junior and he just like had arms like fucking stallone and, and he he came up to me and he towered over me he's like rico we want you on the team and i'm like Fuck no! They have you. Why do you want me? <laughs> um. So a uh, quick update. So here, here's the deal. Apparently, he was officially diagnosed in 1984. However, going far as far back as 1975, visible shakes and slurred speech were noticed. So you're he, probably right. He may not have known. He might have known and somehow held it, hit it till '84, but. So they may, that might have probably played a role why uh, Ali didn't do it, but You're probably right. Carl, but Carl Weathers. Oh, did a great job. Ali. Yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not he saying the, that. Uh, he nailed the the Ali uh, persona for sure. He's he very much had a an, an Ali kind of kind of thing, and you know, the the most Ali thing that Carl Weathers did in in the Rocky films is when he's like, all right, here it comes. And he like does his wind up yeah. where he windmills his fucking hand and then just blocks him in the face. Like he's like, I'm warning you it's coming. And then he still connects it. There, there was a guy, there was a guy I used to watch. His name is Prince Nassim Hamed. He was a, a Saudi Arabian boxer. Okay. Um, but he wasn't actually, and he actually was a prince. If I recall, like that wasn't like a, like a, Stage name, like he actually was a a prince, um, boxer formerly known as Prince. Uh, no, actually, he's from the UK, I think, but he still had like royal ties because of where he was, like lineage or what. Anyway, but he he, I was a huge fan of his because he was he was a lightweight and he was a showman. Like he very much like for one of his matches, he came out on a flying carpet. No joke. Like it was up in the rafters. They <laughs> they yeah, um, you know, he was a hell of a showman. Uh, my only problem with Prince Nassim is the first time he lost a fight, he retired. Like, his first loss. He was undefeated, and as soon as he lost oh. his first fight, he retired. Um, his ego was broken. Yeah, man. Um, but the point was that he did the wind-up thing once that you're talking mm -hmm. about. But instead of winding up and then connecting, he wound up with the right hand and then jabbed the dude with the left hand. So he never saw yeah. I was like, and I was like, damn. You know? Oh, that's a great fucking distraction. Like, you're looking at this, yeah. but are you looking at this? Yeah, it was really, it was pretty good. I've done that. I've, I've done um, that when I fight Dino. Dino will focus on my right hand. I'm like, are you going to look at this? Ah, gotcha, my right hand. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Carl Carl Weathers going back to him, and that's the point. He he really 
like you said, embody the character. I did like the development of the friendship between him and uh, him and Rocky by the end of it. You know, I could have lived without the close-ups of their fucking dicks bouncing on they ran on the sand. I could have fucking lived without <laughs> yeah, that. Well, and I love how the message is: if you beat a black guy on the race, you're ready to take down fucking Mr. T. Well, so, that kind of goes back to the thing I was talking about with you know the the racial thing, you know, but. Rocky three is not a perfect film, but definitely not is Rocky four. No, no, uh, I, 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 I don't there understand are a, love a, for it. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people have love for it. And I know, I know people that would call for a perfect film. I know people that would say it. It's got a fucking slutty robot. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> it's not a slutty robot. It's got a, hard... oh, it is after Polly tinkered with it. Like, <laughs> I love you, Polly. And he's just like, it was my girl. What are you doing fucking... Like, I am not against, like, people fucking machines to get through their day-to-day, but, like, don't fuck the robot, dude. Like, You it, know, the, the, the thing... I'm speaking of Polly really quick, going back to him real quick, one of the things that, like, we, 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 we know that Rocky's not a, a Rhodes Scholar by any means. He's not a Mensa member, right? Like, it's not, that's just not what it is. But, you know, the fact that... Can you imagine if he was, though? <laughs> To be or what? <laughs> um, that's, you know, that's but, one of Robin Williams' jokes. I know. Like, he imagine I know. Stallone doing him. He's like, to be, be or what? what? Yeah, I know. I remember that. Um, but dude, but like, his only reaction to Polly doing stupid shit was, "Hey, Polly." Oh, yeah. Polly. Yeah, like let is that... what you how you talk to Polly is how you talk to your dog that piss on the floor, like. Yo, why you do that? Yeah, really? So, um, so let's let's get into the creeds. We'll do we'll do them together. And as as I said, like the the big the, listen, I I might stand alone in this, but I am not a big fan of two. I'm really not. Um, I, it's not I. It's not that I dislike two. I just love Creed way more. I think Creed's a better film. Well, and I don't. Y- yeah, it was a bad film. No, no, I, 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 I agree. I agree with everything <laughs> you just said. You know, but as I said earlier, the biggest thing missing from Creed Two is Ryan Coogler. Well, you can blame Marvel for that. Well, and that might be, but like, yeah, but Michael B. Jordan's in that same movie. Yeah, but Michael B. Jordan has an easier job. Michael B. Jordan could do his shit in two fucking weeks. Yeah, and. And Michael and uh, Ryan Coogler, like, see, that's the thing is that, like, actors, they could show up on set, do their shit in three months, maybe earlier, maybe longer, depending how, you know, if they're in every goddamn scene. Sure. And then once the movie's over, Coogler's got to fucking edit that shit to make it look good. He's got to work on it for another two years, maybe. And if you got Marvel fucking like, hey, motherfucker, we need our movie. You got, you got. You got Lord Feige got over here. Of, yeah, you got a bunch of CGI to fucking add. Like, Ryan Coogler, like, I was telling Steph this, and I've said this before on the show. Ryan Coogler has got the most insane career from Fruitvale Station, Creed, to, to Black Panther. He made those movies in that order. Yeah, he yeah. He did an art house, personal, amazing fucking film with Fruitvale. Then he did a franchise film that was new, fresh. And just as good, if not sometimes better than the original films. And then he did a Marvel film. The only comparison would be like if you took Spielberg and just took 
He just made up his third, his first three films were, let's say it's Jaws, E.T., and then fucking Schindler's List. Those, let's just say those were his yeah. first three films. Yeah. That's the only way you can compare. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. Spielberg I don't. Got a lot of shit in the middle of his like. No, of course, career. yeah, I, and I don't disagree. Listen, that's what I'm saying though. But like, I again, and I watched, I watched the making of of Creed, yeah, as well, and and the amount of thought and and time Kugler put into the creation of the story and the film, and apparently, and I don't, you might know this because you know all this weird shit, but. Uh, he went to Stallone before Fruitville and was like, I want to do this. And Stallone was like, now, you said it might even because of the, the passing of Sage, and I'm not going to disagree with you there. But when I saw him interviewed about it in this thing, he didn't mention Sage. So he just said, no, he wasn't interested in revisiting the character. That's all he said in the in the thing. Right. But that when he saw Fruitville... but. You know, and Kugler, he still listened to Kugler's pitch. It wasn't like, no, fuck off, kid, go away. Like, he listened to what he had to right. say. He said it was intriguing, but he didn't want to revisit the character. That's how he phrased it. Then right. he saw Fruitville, and he was like, oh, <laughs> basically. Well, because at the know. time, he was just like, who are you? You haven't made jack shit. Like, but I don't think it was just that. Franchise? Yeah, I don't think it was just that. I mean, I'm sure that played a role. I can't disagree with you, but I don't think that was just that. I think a lot right. of it was also, like like he said, he didn't want to revisit the character yet again. And and then... Because Rocky Balboa, if if, there, if Creed didn't exist, Rocky Balboa is a great way of ending the character's story. Yes, and that originally was the plan, as far as I know. It was like, that yeah. was it. It was it was yeah. the last time... No one... No one wants to see fucking, you know, the Irishman of Rocky films where it's just Rocky in a fucking, like, nursing home. Be like, let me tell you about Adrian. I, I, I will tell you this. I, the, my, my least favorite part about Balboa is the fight. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not, of all the Rocky fights, that's, the, like, I, I like that he gets to, like, he survives. He doesn't get his ass kicked. Like, that whole thing, great. That, I'm, I'm behind that, right? But, like, it's not well done. It's not well shot, you know. It's well, and then, uh, I, I, well it's well shot, but it's not. It, it's it's the most. Let, let me let me amend it. It's the most realistic fight, so it looks even more fake. I, I, I even disagree with that. I uh, listen, and I, I was gonna save this, but I'll say it now since you brought since you put it that way. In my opinion, the best fight, physical like in ring fight of any of them. The six Rockies, the two Creeds, is the second fight between Drago and Adonis. That fight is the best fight of all of them, without question in my eyes. In terms of actual fight, choreography, I can't talk. Choreography. Thank you. And, And the way that it was shot, like the combination of those two things, it is the best fight of all of them. There are other fights in the franchise that that have other reasons that they're better because like it tugs like when Rocky wins in two, it's the it tugs at the heartstrings. It's the he finally did it. He 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 beat that demon. He and I don't mean Apollo, but just that he couldn't win the fight. Do you know what I mean? Like so, you get that. You get you know it, even to a lesser extent in three when he beats Clubber after he gets his ass handed to him in the first fight. You know. And that's my biggest problem with two as a whole, though, is that they tried to to cram Rocky three and four into one film. That's what they mm-hmm. did with that film, because 
it's he loses, he gets his ass handed to him by by Victor in the first fight because that's done in what a round, round and a half, I think it is. You know, True. And, is it? Yeah. yeah, but he doesn't get to the yeah, end of the second it's a, it's round. It's a round so, and a half. You're right. Yeah, you're round right, and right. a half. And then you know he goes through the I can't win the fight. I can't win the fight. You know, and then he gets revitalized somehow and goes and wins fights the fight and you know spoiler he wins the fight right but it you know i mean like i coogler coogler did so much justice to the franchise like i i i've always been a i haven't seen fruitville i'm not gonna lie i've never seen fruitville no i'm not saying it's not good i just haven't seen it but i haven't seen fruitville but i've seen black panther and i've seen creed and I've seen some of the things that he's kicked around wanting to do next, and I saw what he wanted to do with the second Black Panther before Chadwick passed away. You know, like some of the ideas that were being leaked out. You know how Marvel is, so a lot of it was either, you know, half-truths or there was a lot of shit that we didn't know. But sure. the stuff that was coming out, I am excited for Ryan Coogler's career. I, I like him as, an, as a director. I think he's going to do a lot of more good things before he's done you know absolutely and, and i'm excited to see and like if i recall no that's um, i'm getting him and colin trevorrow confused so my apologies because i was gonna say i thought he was getting a star wars but that was colin trevorrow um no but it's only in a, it's only a matter of time right but you know what i'm saying is like even if, even if it was coogler i would have been excited to see that i'd be like yeah, i'm in let's do it let's see what he's got you know um I'm pretty sure coogler is he's producing that fucking looney tunes not looney tunes uh space jam sequel so I mean, that so, could not end well for but him. see here's the difference if he's only producing then i don't yes his name's attached so he has to whatever but yeah but i don't it's not because his name is attached as a producer on Creed too. I also and well, it's I also certain, think his brother is directing uh, uh, Space Jam too. I well, maybe brother. I can look that up, but I I just it. I didn't have as much of a problem with Creed because Coogler didn't even Coogler wrote Creed one too, if I recall. Yeah, and and Sly did two Creed too. Right, with another person. I don't remember who the person was? There was like four people, actually. Yeah. No, it was two screenwriters, and then there was like story by blah blah blah. Right, that's so well, so. that's kind of what I mean. But yeah, you know. So, whereas at least with three, right now as it's projected, Coogler Ryan Coogler is writing the story, mm-hmm. and Keenan Coogler, his brother, is going to write the screenplay. So there, okay. I'm okay because it's it's it, they're well, copacetic, right? You know, and then and then as you mentioned, you know, a couple hours ago at this point. Michael B. Jordan's gonna be the one directing it, which I'm in because I'm fucking in, yeah. Because he has a really good relationship with Ryan Coogler. You know, like he and the thing that I was watching, like they're really good friends now. They're not just yeah. coworkers. So every he, everything that they've worked together has always been with each other. Right. So I, I think at this point, even if Coogler's not on set, there's gonna be a lot of his influence in the way that Michael B. Jordan does things. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, Michael B. Jordan's going to like send him emails, be like, "All right, how do I do this shot?" <laughs> right. You know, but but the point is that like him being his like mentor or his 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 apprentice, you know, or or, or Michael B. Jordan being the apprentice of Coogler, as young as he is, I feel like it's going to be a better movie. You know what I mean? Look, and sure. Sly is great. Sly is great at writing 
uh, Rocky movies. Let's be real. He is. I mean, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, there's, but I mean, like, Rocky 1 and 2, you can't argue with. Those films are, you know, yes, we, we might have issues with, like, the rapey scene in 1 and whatever, but as a, as a, right. as a whole, the films are pretty, pretty damn good, you know? Right. And he wrote Balboa, if I recall. So, like, he, he wrote them all. He wrote right. a, he wrote them all up until Creed and Creed and then he went back and wrote, wrote Creed, Creed too. Yeah, and so and so he, you know and so he kind of redeemed it. He redeemed his Rocky writing though, specifically with Balboa. You know what I yeah. mean? And so he he's capable of writing a good Rocky movie. What I don't uh-huh. think he's capable of doing is writing a good Creed movie. And I I I know that seems really far apart, but it's not. You know, like. Well- let me let me go with this. I think the reason why Creed, I think, is better than Creed Two, is did we really fucking need to see another Drago fight another Creed? Like, yes, that's kind of what we want, but at the same time, like, does that make sense? Does it fucking make sense that Ivan Drago would have Victor Drago be like, you know, we're gonna fuck up a Creed, and it, well, it, it my- just doesn't just seems kitschy which is why i do have one issue with three the the concept for three as it's being described and what i was reading is it's going to be clubber lang's kid fuck and off I fucking hate that uh, idea. fuck off no no thank you let's move on you know what i mean no, i i'm 100 in agreement with that the, the the reason why creed works is because it's a completely the foil is a completely fucking different character um, and both of them, both, uh, the guy that he fights with and then gambles his Mustang on mm-hmm. and, uh, Conlon are yeah. both brand new, brand new characters, brand new characters and intriguing enough to believe, okay, this guy's a dick. You by don't the have way, to have Drago Jr. Yeah. You know, by the way, and, just, yeah. just a fun fact. The, the, the trainer of, um, uh, the first fight from the first Creed, the 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 one that kind of puts him on the map, the the first one Rocky trains him for. Do you do you know who the do you know who that is? Like not by name, but do you recognize the guy? Like the name's not important. Well, I mean, not to disrespect the guy, but it, uh, who are you talking about? The trainer for the kitty fights in the first fight. Oh, the guy who plays Pete or whatever. Uh, the uh, the guy who outs him that he's Creed Junior. Yeah, yeah. Who, okay, no. That's why we bring dogs. I don't know. The, I don't know. The, I don't know what you're it's referencing. It's the. It's the. I, for lack of a better phrase, Russian gangster from the Dark Knight. Oh, holy shit! Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, that's why we bring dogs. No shit, I didn't realize that. I recognized him today. I'd seen Creed before, but I didn't. When I was watching it again today, I was like, "Oh, he's yeah, he's the guy who's like, I want to hear a proposition." Yeah, same guy. Same guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not a big thing, but it, I just figured we would like that. Because yeah. I was looking, I'm like, where the fuck did this guy come from? Who the fuck is he? Yeah. Because that, if you follow it, when Mickey dies, he wills the gym to Rocky. To Rocky Jr. No, no, no. To Robert. Does he? Yeah. Huh. So that means at one point, Robert was like, this is my gym. What the fuck am I going to do with this? I have no interest in fighting. So then he sold it to that fucking, I want to hear proposition, motherfucker. See, I always got the impression, even in Creed, that Rocky still owns the place. just has nothing to do with it. It was Robert. 
Well, they said no, that. No, okay, he, but when, I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking about the fact that, to your point, he didn't sell it he, to that guy. He sold. He signed it over to to Dad, and Dad just maybe. Yeah, maybe. That, yeah. The the wishwashy believability of like oh Stallone uh, that Robert and Rocky have qualms like it makes absolute sense in Rocky Five, it makes sense in Rocky Balboa, and then they bridge the relationship. I don't understand why he fucked off to Vancouver and Rocky's like, no. Nah. Well, I mean, I think it's still, well, I, the the fucking off to Vancouver. At least I get it because it feel he still feels like he lives under the shadow a little bit, right? But because I mean, that's got to be listen. There's a fucking Rocky Shadow here now, for real. Yeah, and right. and the character's not even... It's a character. It's not a real Philadelphia person. Philadelphia should just be called Rockadelphia. Or, or, or Baboa Town or something. Yeah, but I mean, like... No, but for real, like... Like, again, in the thing that I was watching about the making of Creed, like, filming had to stop, like, three or four times because, like, they'd be on the street trying to do something and, like... Dozens of people hey, yo, be like, Rocco, hey, yo, hey. Sly, yeah. no, not Sly, Rocco. Well, they, see, that's where, but sometimes that works to the benefit. When they did Rocky Balboa, yeah, they were they were piggybacking off a real boxing match sure. at the MGM Grand. Sure. So there was a crowd already there, and the crowd spontaneously started chanting Rocky, Rocky, and then like. When the actual match happened, like no one gave a fuck. He was like, "Hey, fuck you! We saw Rocky, dude." <laughs> yeah. Well, even that, even like, even Max yeah, Kellerman, so, the guy who's calling the fight, like, mm-hmm. even if it's scripted, I genuinely believe that some of the excitement in his voice is it's just like Rocky Balboa just say, "Hey, yo, how you doing?" Like, right, yeah, like, like that had to awesome. be that had to be ad libbed, and even if you know, like, you yeah. you you were, you were critical of the fight, Rocky Balboa. I'm of the opinion that Antonio Tarver was a uh, who played uh, the Mason, the line Dixon? Yeah, was just fucking such a low red, not threatening. Fucking, he didn't even look buff. No, no. He, I mean, like especially when Stallone, at the age of fucking sixty fuck years old, takes off his robe, and they purposely did that. Like they wait till the last second for him to take his robe off, and he looks like a fucking mountain compared to this slight fucking, you know. He's not even, I mean, he's got arms, but, like, he he's kind of flabby, and I guess that evens out that, like, oh, well, he just doesn't give a fuck because he doesn't think there's going to be any risk right. against old-ass Balboa, old man Balboa. Um, but I, I thought he was just an awful, boring character. Well, I think that's um, part of why the fight's not so good. Do you know what I mean? Like, I like the fight because the I get emotional every single time where he... He's knocked down and his knee is on the on the mat and he's holding himself up. And he's like, What did you say to the kid? It's not about how hard you hit. Yeah, but that's not the fight. That that's a that's a moment within you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm talking from an actual fight. You're right, because that's a great moment. I agree with you hundred percent. But I'm talking about like the the, the boxing combinations, the, the left right, you know, shot like the the fight itself in in Creed two is oh, okay. way better than you know from that perspective. I, I agree with that, and I and what I said about like there was a real crowd and they were piggybacking off an FGM thing. I don't think I think Creed and Creed Two had more to go with because they could rehearse and practice and style it out properly. Whereas uh, uh, Stallone came forward and said that ninety percent of the fight between him and and Dixon was. Real punches. 
because they like they like a lot of what you're hitting seeing is them really punching each well, other. Well, apparently, because um, one of the things on the 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 thing I watched today on Creed Two, uh, at one point, because it's because it's Creed Two and it's Drago versus Creed. Rocky and or, or Sly and um, Dolph Lundgren sat down and kind of went back over the the fight from four. Like they 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 watched it and kind of it almost did a commentary, but not the whole fight. Like it wasn't the whole scene. Like it was definitely like snippets. But they they definitely did. And apparently they really were landing punches there too. Do you know? Do you know that Dolph put uh, Stallone in the hospital? No, I didn't know that. Oh. All right, we'll get to Creed and Creed Two, and 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 then we'll. I mean, we're 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 talking for a while, but fuck it, you guys have heard us talk longer about Marvel and shit. Dolph. So at one point while they're filming, uh, Ro- uh, Sly told Dolph, "Hey yo, let's really go at it for a second. You know, I want you punch. You know, really punch me." So Dolph fucking punched Stallone in the chest. And they said, all right, that fucking hurt like shit. And then they go home, and in the middle of the night, Stallone had difficulty breathing. Hmm. So he's, he's like, this is not okay. So they took his ass to the hospital. And what had happened was Dolph hit him so hard that his heart bashed up against his chest and started swelling Ooh. and, like, be suffocating from its own blood and, and swelling and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the when they were like the producers were like, oh, buddy, you're 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 sitting for insurance purposes. He said, I got hit by fucking Dolph Lundgren on a movie set. Right. He said, no, the uh, body, the body injury that you're you're describing and what we see on the X-rays is consistent with a car accident with you hitting your chest against the steering wheel. wheel. Yeah. And he said, have you seen Dolph Lundgren? That guy is a car. (laughs) That's funny. So, like, let's let's refresh. He could have fucking killed Stallone if Stallone was just like, I think I got gas. Let's take some thumbs and go to bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, okay, but yeah, I'm I, I I just I just liked I liked the fight. Like, I was really intrigued by the fight in in Creed Two. The 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 other problem I have with both films, it's a small problem. I'm 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 nitpicking now, but that's what we do. So like I mean I understand that. But once he's established he's with Bianca, why did it take till the final fight in Creed Two to come out to her music? I think it I, I don't know. No, but I'm saying like if you if you've got a you know, you're a boxer and you got a girlfriend who's in them you know, A got some real talent to to be a musician why are you right. not almost instantly coming out to her music, especially when you're going, you know, like when he went for the world championship before he actually won it? You know how many people were watching that fight come out to her goddamn music? I don't know. I, 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 I do like the fact they did that at all. I thought that was a really interesting oh, I, way. I think of... it's awesome they did it, but I just don't know why it took so goddamn long But I also off. do like the fact that he comes out to fucking Tupac doing, you know, Hail Mary. I thought no, that was really I, no, 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 look. He came out the great songs. I'm not criticizing the songs he came out to. What I'm what I'm not getting is that like from a story. Look, I, I I mean obviously it's a movie, and I'm always the one preaching suspension of disbelief. I know that, but like if if it was a real boxer, I bet the girl would be like, "Hey, fucker, why aren't you promoting my stuff?" Right. You know, like, well, I don't know because maybe. 
Who knows? I mean, I think he waited until he got married. He's like, all right, now I'll do it because you could have left. But that's my the other thing. Anytime. I don't. You never see them get married. They get engaged. Oh. She ends up pregnant and delivering the kid, and that's all good and fine. And and I, it, it's assumed they're going to still get married, but you never actually right. see a marriage. You know, like no, you're you just right. don't. And because it does seem, it does seem like, of course, Rocky would be there, blah blah blah. But they were having a fucking. They were bitching at each other. Yeah, I mean, and speaking of marriages, what is Natalia Shire and getting married in movies? Like, just, you know. Did, did you catch, it was so random of Michael B. Jordan to fucking do a Godfather impression. Like, I'm making enough, he can't refuse. Yeah, I did, like, yeah, yeah. So does that mean if Godfather exists, Stallone, uh, Rocky went and saw Godfather and was just like, looking at Adrian, he's like, you, why are you on screen? <laughs> and she's just like it's not me i swear he's just like there's something you need to tell me like, <laughs> do i need to go pay respect to your daddy that's you know that was the other thing that steph brought up well i mean Where Car- the fuck is everyone's parents again carl got his ass kicked so i mean it's possible she could have gotten married to rocky carlo oh but, carlo um, yeah so but yeah i mean because now sunny if sunny had lived and he's just like I beat the fuck out of Carlo. He's just like looking at Sly. He's like, fuck that. Yeah, so Sonny would be like, you're gonna, you, I, I, kill, I killed that fucker. You're going to marry this Goomba? What the fuck? This yeah. big, giant, fucking, you know, slack-jawed motherfucker. Like, yeah, I mean, the only way Sonny could have killed Rocky is if he pulled out his dick and smacked him in the face with it. <laughs> there, punch this fucking meat. Pound this meat, bitch. <laughs> If you run a business, Bank of Clark County has you covered. Offering cash management services to automate and simplify your business banking, streamlined digital banking, and merchant payment processing that's a one-stop solution. Plus, Bank of Clark offers corporate credit cards that help you optimize capital, organize expenses, and enhance your business. Whether you're looking to earn points faster or lower your APR, Bank of Clark County has the card that's right for you. Member FDIC. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi. All new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50. Washington CW. You were saying about everyone's parents? There's no fucking parents. Rocky's 30. Adrian's like 26, which presumably means Polly's about 30 or 32 or something. Or, I think or, he's closer to 35, honestly. I mean, he's a shoddy 30, and being a shoddy-looking 30-year-old, I can tell you that we exist. But she's supposed to be like 26 or 27. I so. thought she was closer because he said she's almost 30. He kept saying, so I, I presume she was like 20, 29, honestly. Well, either either there's a there's a, a, a flub in the years because like they on her tombstone is. Oh, if you do the math date. on it. Yeah, I didn't yeah. think of it that way. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. Either, it's either a fuck up or or she actually is like 27 and Paulie's just being a dick. And it's like, she's pushing 30. Which everyone wants to, woman wants to fucking hear, but and, my point and, is, and Polly being a dick, <laughs> you know? yeah. But where well, the fuck are the parents? Um, why is that really um, important, every, though? I just—it's it, just sort of interesting to acknowledge that they're all orphans. 
Well, I don't know that they're all. Once. I don't know they're all. I mean, I, see, it depends on how you're defining an orphan. Like, are you an orphan? If, if, if you grow up with your parents, right? You, let's say you grow up with your parents, you get to be, you know, eighteen years of age, and then for whatever reason, God forbid, they all they all they all pass away within like a year or two, right? They're all they both uh-huh. die. Are you then officially an orphan? Technically, you're an orphan. So when my dad dies, I will be an orphan. Okay, I. I guess technically, but I don't. To me, the definition of an orphan is a a younger child, someone below the See, age of eighteen who no longer. You think has of parents. fucking Oliver Twist or Harry Potter? I get that. Bruce Wayne. Bruce fucking Wayne. You know. Yeah, that everyone, that's what I think of an orphan. But so, uh, to me, I think their parents, especially Adrian and Polly, and that's why I think there's a bigger age gap than you're saying because he he constantly talks about how he raised her. He says that a couple different times. So I think he was over 18, probably in the military, as we talked about, um, and then had to leave the military because my guess is that their their parents died, whether it was a car. I mean, they don't get into specifics, but then he has to come home and raise Adrian. Even if if she's 16, 17, someone still needs to legally be there, you know? Right. But also for Sly, for, for Rocky, Rocky's 30 in the first film. He's living in poverty, so clearly he doesn't have his fucking parents. And I, I put pros the theory that maybe they fucked off back to Italy. Like, they were actually immigrants, and they went back to Italy. They're like, fucking Philly sucks. No yeah, offense. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, it, it's, but, it's possible. But because the timing of, like, see, especially back in the day, uh, parents were having children when they were younger, like around 18, 19, 20 years old. So they wouldn't be that much older. They'd be about 50. Yeah, I mean... Either they're 50 to 60, right? So they're not older having we also, a kid young. We, we also don't know... Here's the thing we don't know. We don't know a lot about Rocky's origin. There's nothing that says Rocky's from Philly his entire life. There's nothing that says that. He's been there, obviously, for a while. Sure. Right. But... He could have moved there when he was eighteen. I mean, we we just we just don't he, know. You know what I he mean? Is, he we know that he got his fucking. He started training at Mickey's gym for six years. You know, I've been coming there for six years. I, I thought it was eight. Six. Six. Okay, but okay, but even then, that's twenty four. That's twenty four. So it's probably he came from like Jersey or New York. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't assume he traveled from like Los Angeles. No, I think if if anything, no. With that accent, fuck no. No, I mean, that's what I'm saying. To your point, he's from somewhere in you know New York, North Jersey, you know, um, maybe even South Jersey, like you said. You know, I'll even go as far as to say maybe like a little further west in Pennsylvania, not like way outside the city, but like like one of the suburbs or something. You know what I mean? Um, Right. And maybe he had a bit, maybe he, I mean, look, the other thing that's, and I'm being stereotypical for a minute, but just bear with me, right? In in the 70s, Italian parents, especially the fathers, were really fucking tough on their kids. He might have just, he, he might have just, when he hit 18, said, fuck it, I'm out of here, and, and, and walked well, off. You he know. said that, the only, the only hint we ever got about Rocky's parents is... How his dad said, you weren't born with much of a brain, so we got to develop your body. Yeah, yeah. Right, and that's then and apparently Adrian's mom said the reverse because that's you know she mentioned that right. in the yeah. So 
you know, I don't know. I, it's just an interesting thing. It to is. Talk about it because, is. Yeah. Because you know, as we establish, Italians love their fucking families most of the time. Well, yeah, that's the thing with Italian family. The one, and I'm talking about ones I know. I'm not talking about like movies and stuff. But like, it's it's right. one of two ways. There's either a whole bunch of love or there's a whole bunch of resent. There's not a whole lot of middle room. Well, no, there is. I I'm I can vouch for that. Well, but I think, but no, but I'm saying if you're percentageizing it out, that's the smallest percentage of the possibilities. But that's all I'm saying. People take there's the misconception like, oh my god, you guys hate each other. Like, no, we're just talking. Well, no, you, no, you're right. That can happen too. But there are, I, I think there are scenarios where there actually is hate. There's actually scenarios where there's a whole fuck ton of love and like camaraderie. A lot of bad and, blood. Yeah. yeah. But then there's a lot of the other side, where there's a lot of love and camaraderie and not bad blood, and then and then there's Shit, that blood small stick in the water, in right? There, yeah. And then there's that that percentage right in the middle that exists. But if I was to and I'm I'm making up numbers 100 percent, right? But it would be like 45, 45, and 10 mm-hmm. in terms, you know what I mean, like percentage wise. And maybe I'm off, but you get the point I'm going at. Like I, I get, think I get what yeah. you're saying, yeah. And so. My guess is he's Rocky grew up in that forty five percent where it's like you know what I think of. I know you're not a big fan of the film or the 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 actor, but you I know you've seen Scrooge, right? Yeah. Remember that? Remember the? Yes. Do you remember when they do the Ghost of Christmas Past and it shows him as a kid and what his father's like, played by Bill Murray's brother? Um, yeah. Right. That's that's how I kind of envision what Rocky's childhood was like. Maybe sands the TV. Do you know what I mean? Like, sure. so he, very, very Dickens esque. Not just Dickens, but but just very like fuck you and you know like you know you right. want you know you want a choo choo go get a job and buy a choo choo. You know what I mean? Right. Like, get so, a job, you bum. Yeah. Right. So like Rocky just fucks off at eighteen and go does his own thing. So that that's why but something think... had to happen. No, something had to have happened to his mother. No fucking Italian boy never talks to his mother. Well, she's Spanish. <laughs> no, his father's Spanish. His <laughs> so, father's the fucking, you know, the I'm I'm teasing, I'm teasing. No, but I yeah. Don't. Um but yeah, I I think I think that to so to answer Steph's question if she listens to the episode, yeah, I think that's I think that's it. So But go back going back to Creed, I I will say that my all time like I fucking got emotional throughout this whole run, right? The whole the whole all the movies. Sure. There are parts where I'm like it really tugs at your not so much of like where you oh, expected to? I don't no, give a fuck I, about I get it, dude. Time. That there's the the whole sequence while Adrian's unconscious in the coma. Yeah, yeah. it's it. You know, Rocky just sitting in the chapel, <laughs> growing a beard, and being and, depressed. And, and, and Mickey, that's the thing that makes we haven't really talked about Mickey too much either. But I don't want to spend a whole bunch of t- more time. But Mickey, Mickey's a hard ass at the beginning of Rocky One. But he truly loves rock, you know. Mickey loves you. No, but for real, like there's yeah. there's some real love there. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And and actually, a quick interesting thing about the scene where they for, he first comes to Mickey's house or Rocky's house, the the apartment, the one that we were talking about with Adrian earlier. There was a a flub that happened that they kept in the movie because it actually made for more um, a dramatic experience. Believe it or not, so. Um, mix in the in the apartment. They're talking or whatever. Rocky's progressively getting more pissed off. You can see it. He goes into the bathroom. Well, when Mickey got there, he came wearing a hat. And when when Burgess went to leave as scripted, 
he forgot to grab his hat. Mm-hmm. So he opens the door to leave, closes the door because he's like, oh shit, I got to grab my hat. Goes mm-hmm. to grab, but never breaks character and just goes to grab the hat. And Stallone comes out of the bathroom because that was what was supposed to happen next. And when right. he sees Burgess still standing there, he doubles back in and closes the door again. That was right. actually it, that was actually a mistake. That wasn't supposed to go down that way. But when they and, saw it, it was like, oh, <laughs> it makes so much more sense. Also, his his ranting and raving about his place stinks. It stinks. Was because the bathroom, like the whole apartment was sucked. Yeah. So it was actually like there was rank smell. Like someone dropped a deuce in, in, in the fucking bathroom. And he was just like, oh, place stinks. That was, that was all ad-libs of him just like, what's pissing Rocky off right, right now? Right. You know, someone dropped a deuce. He was shitty and lazy. Um, <laughs> my, my favorite, like my favorite emotional part of Creed is he's knocked the fuck out and all uh, does a bunch of flashes of of uh, Tessa Thompson who does a fucking amazing job as Bianca. Yep. Um of Felicia Rashad uh, as uh, with Rocky and they're all like come on kid get up get up and nothing is getting his ass up. And for just one second we see we we have yet we didn't really see a full profile of Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed throughout the entire film. They were waiting and waiting and waiting. They showed that one part where he's just like, you know, dancing and, and that's from the first fight. That's him fighting right. Rocky. And you hear boom, boom. And he gets up with a inhalation of his lungs. Like they said, like he looked like he got up like a man possessed. And that fucking hit me. I'm just like, fuck yes. The spirit I- of Apollo just fucking says, I'm here for you, boy. I would I would like, because Carl Weathers is still alive. Yeah. So I would like, because when they do the flashbacks in Rocky Five, right, with with Mick in the gym, Burgess came back and filmed that shit. That's not yeah. from the movie. Like, people, people think that's from, like, the first two Rockies or, like, outtakes and stuff. No, 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 no. Burgess oh. came back and filmed that shit. I think he was on set for, like, a day. If that, you yeah. know, so yeah. it, it wasn't like um, they brought Mickey back to life, but um, I would have been, I would have liked them to, to, even if it was two seconds of him going, get up, just him, just, just like, a, like his head even, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think I, I know for a fact, Carl Weathers gave Ryan Coogler and Michael B. Jordan, like total seal of approval. But he was, he's been rubbed, the, he, he wanted to come back to the Rocky franchise and he wanted to get paid the same amount, allegedly, mm. just to have like flashback scenes or, or a dream sequence or something. And Stone's like, no. And, it's, <laughs> and then Apollo. So then, especially for like uh, five, uh, there was talk about him coming back for a dream sequence sure. or to her additional footage. And he wanted to get more or less paid the same amount. And, and. So that's why when you see uh, Rocky fighting Apollo in the flashbacks, montages, and, and every instance of him fighting Apollo, mm. that's not Carl Weathers because he refused permission to have his likeness in Rocky Five, mm. And I think Rocky Balboa. You don't see – you see, like, him on the artwork as well. But, like, 
by Creed, he had softened his stance and he said, okay, if this is going to be about my character, obviously you have to get my approval. Um, because there's pictures it, in Creed, too, because even Dolph's at one point is like, good picture, you know. Yeah. Which is a terrible Russian accent, but sure, you know. Um, but uh, I fucking cried when when he's like, Rocky's trying to stop the fight in Creed, and Creed's like, I have to prove it. He's like, prove yeah. what? That I'm not a mistake. And you're just like, oh! Yeah. yeah. A do- little Donnie! <laughs> Buddy yeah, boy, yeah. like come here. Like we all love you, man. And then by Creed two, just like I gotta beat the fuck out of the son of the man who killed my uh, my dad that I never knew. Like the son didn't do shit. If anything, you should be fucking fucking up Ivan. Yeah, yeah, agreed. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they. That's why I don't like. I don't like. I I think Michael B. Jordan. I think Tessa Thompson. I think I think Sly himself. Did a great job in their roles, you know what I mean? I think Dolph too. Dolph did a Dolph coming back was was yeah yeah. I'll give fine. you that. I'll give you that. But better than forget Nielsen. Yeah, well, she didn't do much, but yes. Um, but by the way, did you, I didn't. I just found out. Did you know she was pregnant for that movie? No, I didn't. In real, in real life, she was pregnant. How fucking old is Forget Nielsen still getting pregnant? She was in her fifties, I think, at that time. God damn, dude. Fucking super womb. <laughs> um, but like the overall story is just I don't know, you know, like it's that's... kind of the Rocky three of the Creed movies. Yeah, like bad. It's just not as good as one and two or Rocky Balboa. Shit, when Rocky six is better than Creed two. <laughs> yeah, but it, you're right. The the fucking fight between Victor and and. Uh, and Donnie is pretty fucking flawless. I happen to think the fight from the first one, the first Creed with right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I like it a little bit more, but there's no denying that the motherfucker who played Victor fucking nailed. I mean, he was scary as shit. The only thing that really annoyed me was I really wish they would have kept this scene of uh, Balboa and Ivan Drago fighting. There was a scene they filmed at a hospital. I think Ivan shows up while Creed is like recuperating, mm. and and Balboa is like, "You need to get the fuck out of here." He's like, "No, we're gonna finish this shit now." And they fucking throw a couple punches at each other, and then security breaks them up mm. because you never got that. Because the only people that are really fucking clambering to see this movie is, oh shit, we're gonna see fucking. Either Creed fuck up of Ivan Drago, which do you really want to see that? No, we want to see Rocky and yeah. Drago have found fucking two. But then it's just it, you don't get that. They take away that element. Of, yeah. The, the only the only tenseness we get, which is we see Drago in the fucking in Adrian's restaurant in the Adrian restaurant. Um, and Rocky sits down there and it's the initial, like, you know, my boy will break your boy. Yeah. And, and then they just kind of, nothing really happens. It's kind of a weak yeah, situation. Yeah. Could have um, been really good. Brigitte Nielsen was 55 at the time of Creed 2. So. God damn. Um, just to give you that. Uh, no, but you're right. You're right about that. There's not, there's not a payoff there. What I did like in Creed 1, though. 
speaking of payoffs, is when when Adonis first gets there to Adrian's, and it it you know obviously Creed came out first, but it reminds me of the um the museum scene in Black Panther when he's staring at the stuff from Wakanda because he's yeah. he has very much the same stare as he does when he's looking at the at the 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 pictures, but. You know, he goes, I heard there was a third fight between you two who won. You know, and then you finally get that payoff. Because, like, I know, and again, it might just be a local thing. I'm not sure. But uh, everyone around here, when they when they shoot that, like, third fight or, or start to fight at the end of Rocky Four, like, or no, Rocky Three, excuse me, at the end of Rocky Three, when they, you know, it pauses with them throwing the first punches. Right. You know, everyone's like, ah! you want to know who like we all want to know who who wins that fight and you never you know you hear you hear rocky saying i got the black eye you know as we talked about but you don't ever know who who like quote unquote won the fight so the fact that you get like a payoff on that that's what i'm saying that's why that's why i think one is so much better because what what kugler did that that stallone can't do because he is rocky he did create the characters Kugler can give love to the franchise, and He's still a fan. Make, right, but but he can honor it, and he and in my opinion, he honored the franchise multiple times throughout the film without throwing it in your face. Like he makes that right. comment, but it's not like, "Yay, I'm I'm a huge Rocky fan." It's like I know where this comes from. You right. know, the same thing happens in my opinion when when Adonis is running down the street in Kensington in a gray, full on gray tracksuit. And instead of kids behind him, you got all these dudes on the on the ATVs and the dirt bikes. But it's got the same. It's a Philly feel. thing. It's not, and it is. That's a real thing in Kensington, man. They're driving around all all over that area like that. That's a real thing. But, no, but the I, others, I was quoting Rockies like it's a Philly no, thing. No, no, I know you were, but I'm saying I'm letting you know as someone who lives in the area, that's not some bullshit. That's real. But it also takes you back to if you remember in Rocky Two. After Ray Dream wakes up and he goes it goes into the training montage and he's running down the boulevard with, you know, like a hundred and fifty kids behind him or whatever it is, you know, up going up to the art museum. You know, it, it's it's very reminiscent of that scene without throwing it in your face. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and that's what Ryan Coogler did so well with Creed One that I think you lose in two. You just don't you don't get that. It, it just he, doesn't. Cre- he, I also added, and you're absolutely right, is that Kugler, he made Adonis iconic by giving him his own theme that is very reminiscent of the Rocky theme, mm-hmm. but completely different. Mm-hmm. Is the Rocky theme better? Who's to say? It's more iconic because sure. it's had more time to sure. fucking percolate in our goddamn heads. And then, of course, Every- when he jumps up off the mat, and two, you get the Rocky theme, not. And it and he does it brilliantly because at this point we completely fucking forgot about the Rocky theme. And then once it comes on, you're fucking pumped. No, I was disappointed. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was really, really? disappointed. Yeah, yeah. As much as I love that song, and I do, I do. Like when I see Rocky like training or in a fight and that music kicks in, I immediately get excited. But I want, I wanted, 
I don't mind that he's associated with Rock and that Rock's his trainer and his uncle and you know uh, on a, you know I don't have a problem with any of that. But Adonis should be his own thing, and they 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 just here's the thing: Creed one, Creed just regular Creed felt like a Creed movie set in the Rocky world, right? Mm-hmm. Creed two felt like a Rocky movie using Creed as the main character, and and that. I like Ryan Coogler set the table so beautifully in that first one that it, you know what I mean? That's, that's where I'm coming from with it. You I, know? Well, I will defend the use of the Rocky theme in Creed where he's like, he's now he's like, okay, I got, I, I'm not going to be a mistake. And then the theme starts. It's not the entire theme. It's just four bars. You're talking about the first one. Yes. Yeah. That one I'm fine. With. I'm talking about the second one when it kicks in no. full. No, I I was not a huge fan of that. I was okay, more then, into then I misunderstood what you were saying. So I'm talking about the first fight with Conlon, where yes, you know, he's, and you he's get ready you, to go back. You get a couple Conlon bar. And, yeah, you get that. That I was that I was okay with, and, and Doug, I'm with you 100 percent there, Rico. It was in the second one when he pops up and it's full on Rocky music. No, no, I was, no. I was not a. I was not. I agree with you. I think. Creed two feels like Rocky seven, right? And it's it's not meant to be. It's meant to be it's Creed not meant to be. two, and that Agreed. and that's why that's why I do have some hope for for three. You know what I mean? Because Stallone's not coming back. Well, even if he was, though, you know, and that's it. Honestly, I'm disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not going to be like, oh, it's going to suck now. I'm not saying that, but I I don't mind that Stallone as Rocky are in these films. What I have a problem with is when you shift the focus from. Adonis to Rock, Rock. And, and, and that's what happens from one to two. So if even if Rocky was in this and the focus was on back on Adonis the way I think it will be, you know, yeah, I've got a bit of a problem with the fact that they're going after Clubber's kid, but that's, you know, That whatever. doesn't make any bit of goddamn sense. It doesn't. Because, like, it, it makes because, none. Yeah. Because then what's, what is, is, let's say they make Creed 4. What the fuck is that going to be about? Is that going to be about Spider Rico's grandson? Tommy Gunn's kid. Tommy Gunn's kid? Yeah. No. Which... Or fucking, uh, you know what would be even really great to make it full fucking circle? You have fucking Balboa's grandkid or something, or, or, or Robert, like you, like you jokingly said. Like maybe Robert wants to be a boxer, and then he and Adonis fucking fight. It's Balboa versus Creed again, and we're yeah, all like, "What?" Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, I, I I get the point you're going for, but no, no, thank you. But that, um, you're just one or two steps away from that ridiculous. It's like, leave Clubber alone, dude. Yeah, I mean, listen, I have. It, it's like we always talk about with Feige, with Coogler at the helm, and the fact that he's already shown how much reverence he has for the franchise. Maybe mm. it won't be so bad. Do you know what I mean? So I'm I'm willing to give it. I'm willing to give it a chance. But, and it's only because, listen, if it wasn't that core of people helming this thing, I'd be like, right. fuck off. So it, 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 the only reason why I'm even willing to, to, to entertain that is because with them at the helm, it might work. So let's, let's see what they're going to do here, you know, um, and see where, <laughs> see where it goes. And, and who knows? But I, I will say this. If they do the Clubber Lang, the son of Clubber bullshit. I think the guy who played in Baku could fucking he that is convincing enough 
they picked they picked another. Um, I don't know if he's actually cast, but Sly, even though he's not going to be in it, suggested a, a real boxer, and and I'm okay with that because they seem to be going with that theme in the Creed movies of using even even going back to to uh, Rocky Balboa, Mason, the guy playing Mason Dixon, is actually a boxer. Yeah. So I mean, I, it, I just I just think Winston Duke looks like he could be a young the 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 product of Mr. T. Oh, I'm um, not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that that's what they're they're going for. So you know, I I got nothing else really to add. I mean, there's some background shit like when they were fucking making the first Rocky, and he's running through like Little Italy, and someone throws him a fucking apple or yeah. an orange or some shit. Yeah, they were all like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" That's why they're all looking at the camera like, "What? Who's this fucking dude running up and down the street?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, and by I the second yeah. film, it's just like, "Hey, all those kids follow Rocky." Yeah, which I read the joke. I'm like, he's the fucking Pied Piper of Philadelphia. He's <laughs> yes. all the goddamn kids. Um, Listen, like, I'll tell you, right? Did, I, did the kids end up going home, or all they just like stuck on the museum, just like R- where the fuck R- are we? R- Rico, I will tell you right now, no joke. I'm not shitting you. If Sylvester Stallone ran through the streets of Philadelphia right now, well, not right now because it's like nine o'clock at night, but like it, you know, like next Saturday at two in the afternoon, or or like on a weekday. Grown men in suits and ties would be running behind his ass. No fucking joke. I guarantee it. He'd have a crowd of people running behind him. I'm not you. You sly dog, you. But I have a. I have no. I have a fucking joke. Okay. That one of my one of my favorite jokes about fucking uh, Stallone and Rocky and everything. There's an impersonator. I can't remember who it was. I think it was like Fred. Chevalina or something and he said you know there's this whole joke that originally Adrian was named Penelope that her name was Penelope but Stallone couldn't pronounce Penelope so he's like I love you Penelope and they're like listen try saying it backwards he's like all right Adrian CJ here with a few thank yous to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us Listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcast. Please don't forget to rate and comment. If you want to agree with or yell at us, you can do it live. That's right. Rico and I put ourselves on a weekly live stream called Getting Vocal with Podaskew every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, 5 to 7 p.m. Pacific at getvocal.com slash podaskew. That's www dot g e t v o k l dot com slash potaskew where we discuss various topics from past and present shows and even sometimes play games if you can't or don't want to join us live you can follow rico me and the show on twitter the show is at potaskew rico is at rance rico and i'm at m underscore blade we want to thank logo designer and show friend mike for his work on our wonderful logo you can contact him for artwork via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. It's unbelievable the, the, the condition of both men, but the Russian I must break you. Damn it!
You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just gotta turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.